Welcome back to the Ice Coffee Hour. Uh, my name is Matt Stoney, and uh, so far the podcast has made one million dollars. No, <laughs> there we go. That's close. A million dollars. I, I was, I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking, you know, my little uh, Doctor oh, yeah. Evil. One, one million dollars. That would be nice. Yeah, it was one hundred eighty-three thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. There that, we go. That's a good chunk of change. It yeah. is. It is. It's decent. So thank you so much for coming on. Of course, it's been long overdue because you also live in Las Vegas, yep. as do we. And uh, we finally were able to get you to come on the podcast to share everything. You're going to give us all the details all right. about how much you eat, how you're able to grow these videos, how you're able to grow an audience of 10 million. Uh, give us all of your personal finance details, how much money you make, your net worth. Uh, okay, we're just, 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 just going warming up a little table, bit, yeah. just slowing, slowing into it. You know, no big deal. But uh, no, I mean, it's, you, been, it's, been, yeah. it's been awesome. You know, I, I've, I've seen, you know... Um, like like you said, you know, moved to Las Vegas and stuff. And I know we've been just you know hopping, skip away and stuff. So yeah. uh, been super excited to be part of you know stuff like this because the business side of YouTube is so something I'm I feel like I'm warming up to at this point. So it's oh. awesome. It'd be awesome to you know talk with you guys yeah. and to see what you guys think. Where are you from originally? Um, I lived in San. I mean, I was born in San Francisco. Okay, and I lived in San Jose my entire life for the most part up until we moved here, and it was it was largely a space affordability decision like it wasn't even so much for the taxes which a lot of people talk about which is obviously a huge perk but um we got two dogs and we were paying like 4500 in rent for there's a little 1000 square foot apartment yeah. in San Jose and then you know just coming out here we're going to get a lawn and it's it just made sense yeah to provide everyone with a little bit of background, to do you some justice, yeah, okay? Sure. Matt Stoney, I've been watching him for, I don't even know, maybe like eight years, seven years now. Wow. It's crazy. He basically gets a lot of food and can eat <laughs> a lot of food. And and he also eats food fast, too. So you're like a competitive eater. Yep. You're one of, you got like 13 million subscribers or something ridiculous. The most subscribers I guess has ever had on our podcast. Not that we're counting or really? comparing. I, I think Zach King. Okay, sure. All Zach right. King, yeah, there we go. He's, yeah, he's, okay. he's the second yeah. most. Zach has but it's an yeah. honor to have you. We're yeah. so excited. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 still wild to me that, you know, um, like we'll talk about it, but like last year I got out a little bit more and did more collabs and met more people and did more, you know, ventured out, tried to be, uh, change it up from just filming in my own kitchen and stuff. But it's still mind boggling to me that I went from just eating hot dogs and, and burritos and Michael Phelps 12,000 calorie diet to yeah. like, you know, being part of, podcasts and stuff so with guys like you you got it wow no what are we talking about we're in a podcast with guys like you first of all how did you get started with all of this did you did you know from a young age that you had like an ability to eat food or like how does this come about because surely if you you know were you 10 years old and you're just like i have a gift for this <laughs> no i mean when i do look back I was kind of a food guy. Like, I, I distinctly remember I was at, like, one of my friend's birthday parties at Raging Waters, and they got two pizzas, and there was, like, ten people, and each pizza had, like, six slices or eight slices. I was like, not everybody's getting two slices. And mm -hmm. I, so I took my pizza, and I ate it fast so I can get a second slice. So I've always been kind of – I always love to eat food and stuff. But, um, no, the, the, the competitive eating, it really just – it came out of nowhere for the most part. I mean, it's all started – well, it all started, there's like a five-pound burrito in San Jose. It was featured on Man vs. Food. And I was just like, I saw Joey Chestnut eat it. And I was like, oh, I got to try that. I failed a couple of times until I finally did it. But it really kicked off when I did a lobster roll eating competition. It was just a block away from where my grandparents were living. It was free lobster rolls, 10 minutes. Who can eat the most lobster rolls? Get $1,000 in cash. And I was working the arcade that year. I was getting like $7 an hour. I made like 
like 600 bucks for the whole summer or something. And at the end of the summer, I ate a bunch of lobsters and made a thousand dollars. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm doing the wrong thing. I got to start like eating food. So, um, yeah, no, that's really the start of it. And then how old were you then? 21. Okay. The, 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 you yeah. can't sign a waiver. Did you, did you go to Actually, college no, before then? 18, 18, 18. Okay. 18. Yeah. Uh, did you go to college? No, I mean, that no. was, that yeah. was the summer before I started going to college. Okay. So, um, I started, I started, I did about two and a half years of college before the YouTube stuff really started to make sense to, you know, yeah. change, change paths and stuff. But, um, I, you know, I did a couple years of like, I was all in like math and sciences. So I kind of worked with my competitive eating, took nutrition courses, anatomy, biology, and just coming up with weird hypotheses of like, how can I figure out how to eat 50 hot dogs and yeah. stuff? And how can I not yeah. be dead the next day and stuff? So, um, when you ate the lobster rolls, something clicked for you and you're like, this is, this is it. How did you learn how to do that? Like, did you train for the yeah. for the first thing you ever did? Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, so I've always been like, I mean, everybody says a competitive person and stuff, but like, I I did a lot of tennis and like stuff in high school and stuff. So I kind of had this like mentality: like I needed to prepare for things. So I ate like a bunch of broccoli and like 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 a zucchini, steamed zucchinis and stuff, just to like expand my stomach, cabbage and all mm. that to prepare for it. And, and I think the big thing too was. A lot of retired competitive eaters, they kind of scour the country for these amateur events mm. <laughs> and, and they try to just like, you know, collect a thousand dollars here and there. Mm. And so a couple retired competitive eaters, professionals, they were there and I knew like I had, I couldn't just phone this in. So, um, and that was part of the also ploy of like, Hey, I got something going on here. Cause I beat the dude by half a lobster roll and the adrenaline and everything of being on stage. I was like, Oh, this is so fun. That's crazy to me that there are professionals out there who go to those events just to get <laughs> right? the cash. They do them. You do you type of thing. But it reminds but me when I was it's, a, it's when weird. I was a real estate agent, there were people out there who only went to the open houses for f- the free food oh. and you would see the same people at this, like every single week you knew you advertised food. They would show up it reminds really? me of these, wait, wait, these Grant, guys you're yeah. criticizing them but like two <laughs> podcasts it. ago you're the one who said you used to do that <laughs> <laughs> well listen because they're going to come to mind it's like it's like a taste your own medicine type of thing exactly. you know? right, right. so they, they won't come back right. next time. <laughs> they'll feel bad about it but that's interesting um so, so yeah so you didn't like you prepared a little bit but you wouldn't say you knew what you were doing when you prepared oh yeah i mean it's tough. It's all relative. I mean, my training regimen and what I would do nowadays to prepare for contests is totally different from what I did back in the days. But I also wouldn't recommend any, if you're trying to get into competitive eating or you're preparing for a challenge, I wouldn't recommend doing what I do currently. Yeah. Cause like this is years of not only just like figuring out my own body, but mm-hmm. just figuring out the body and the body adapting yeah. to consuming so much sodium at one time and all that. Yeah. I want to know how to prepare. Is that what you're mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, 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 one yeah. other quick question. How much do you think in like, if you're a good competitive eater, how much of that is something that you're born with versus how much you train for? Because you, I mean, you make it seem like you didn't train that much from your words. Right. And you beat these guys who are like career competitive eaters. I mean, I trained a lot. I mean, I think oh, compared, compared to a couple people in the circuit, um, I, I've always been kind of, I felt like I've had to work for like. I'm also one of the shorter guys on the circuit. A lot of the guys like six three, six four mm-hmm. for guys, so they got a bigger torso, bigger rib cage, and everything. Um, but um, no, I, I had to work really hard to get to where you know to like winning contests and stuff. I don't know what compelled me to push as hard as I did for that first contest, or maybe they were sleeping on me or something. But um, I mean, I, it'd be ignorant for me. I get the, this question pretty commonly, and I it'd be ignorant of me to say I wasn't born with some sort of 
a elastic stomach or a strong esophagus or a you know big jaw muscles or something but um you know especially since competitive eating is pretty still in its infancy as far as like you know big sports mm-hmm. that like you don't have people on payroll just analyzing the sport and watching what we do it's it's, it's still pretty homegrown for the most part so yeah. i couldn't quantify it but so how do you prepare like what what did you start <laughs> out with what did i start out with um well, I started off by doing challenges. Like, I mean, have you seen Man vs. Food? Yeah, show? yeah, yeah. Yeah, Adam Richmond and all that. Um, so I started just kind of going around the country, just trying restaurant challenges, collecting T-shirts, free meals, that sort of thing. So it was, it was, there was really no focused challenges. Like, this week I'm traveling, I'm going to eat a burger. Next week I'm going to eat a bunch of, like, a 12-egg omelet or something. Um, it wasn't until I started doing competitive contests that I really started honing in on specific foods. And um, it's really as simple as that for the most part. It's like, my first professional contest was deep fried asparagus. So I just deep fried a bunch of asparagus and I started eating it. Because wow. um, especially, you know, when you're training for these things, a lot of it's mental. Like it's, it's, it's a really repetitive thing for the most part. It's like, it's like sprinting on a, like a path versus like, I don't know, like I, I compare it to powerlifting a lot. Like there's, some, like there's nuances to different lifting methods, but you just got to grow your muscles for the most part. And what about like your size? Because you're not like a particularly large, like a huge person. Sure. I would figure that the people doing these like competitive eating things would be like, you know, like NBA player type sure. physiques, you know, because then they could just fit more food, right? I mean, some of them are big. I mean, there's a guy named Gideon OG. He's, 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 he's killing it recently and he's like six, nine or something. Wow. He's a humongous dude. Yeah. Joey Cheston, I think is six, two or something. Oh, he is? Yeah. There's a, I mean, he, I mean, he's, you know, he's. A lot of the guys are pretty big. If you look at the Nathans, I'm pretty short compared to a lot of them. You got to convince yourself. You got to find ways to keep pushing and stuff. And I just, you know, Kobayashi back in the day, he was a small dude too. Yeah. He was like my statue roughly, even potentially smaller. So I was like, if he could do it, I can do it. I remember hearing about Kobayashi yeah. like a lot. Yeah. And it was always cool to see him like in the newspaper or whatever, or at like watching him on TV. But then you did, I mean, the, the big eating contest is Nathan's, yep. right? Like that's, that's the main one where you stuff down like absurd amounts of hot dogs yeah. and you like dip the buns in the water and it yep. looks crazy. And you did Nathan's, what was this? Like, what, like two years ago? I mean, you've done it multiple times, Yeah, but you won it. Yeah. No, that was, I mean, I've done Nathan's, I think nine times. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it 10 because COVID kind of right. <laughs> made that, mm. it just cut it off kind of, but, um, yeah, I've done uh, Nathan's between 2011 and I guess 19. Um, so I've been a regular there, but um, yeah, it's 2015 where I topped Joey Chestnut. That was a pretty wow. big moment because he had he had and still does to just they dominate that contest for yeah. the most part. So because um, I think he beat Kobayashi for the first time in 2007, and that's the only year he's lost since. <laughs> it's, wow. it's a pretty incredible uh, winning streak. Yeah. So that was that was that was a huge. I, I still remember. It was like an out of body experience. Like you just you didn't expect it to happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it happened. I remember hearing about that when it happened and I was like, heck yeah. I was so stoked <laughs> because I knew Joey Chestnut. He was like the reigning champion yeah. and I you know, watched your video. So I was a fan and you did it and you won. And I was just like, so <laughs> stoked for you. It's crazy because you're not like good at competitive eating. You're like, you're fantastic. You're dominant. It, it's not understood how you're actually like, I don't know. I feel like people look past it. You're actually very dominant in the sport. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that, that, that means a lot. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I put a lot of work into it and you know, it, it paid off. And I, I think, um, to, to your point, you know, you talk, ask her about like natural talent and stuff. I think a lot of times, um, the hard work and like 
the, the regimen that I had leading up to events is what helped me be consistent throughout the year. Like I think Joey, like he's really dominant in Nathan, but he tends to like, be spotty. He gives up a contest here and mm-hmm. there and stuff just because he doesn't like prepare as much for it or something. Sure. Whereas I always prepare, like I, I figured out a new technique or something that would, something that'd give me the edge yeah. in each event and stuff. And I think that helped, I think with yeah. my overall track record. I'm curious with these guys who compete, do they do this full time or do they got a job and this is like a weekend thing or they'll, they'll train and compete and they'll do this on the side? Most people, it's a side time thing, mm. which, which is a love and hate relationship because I'd love to see the sport grow. I'd love to see more people be able to, you know, it become more lucrative and people can make a career and focus. And, and that's what, that was the turning point for me is I knew if I, if I was going to top Joe, if I was going to win Nathan's, the big contest, I'd have to commit full time. Um, but most people, you know, you can't, there's not a ton of money in the sport still. Uh, and a lot of people have lives and families, which like I said, is bittersweet for me. Cause it also makes it fun. Cause a lot of people just do it because they love doing it mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's a great group of people to hang out with yeah. and interact with. But I'd say, you know, <clears throat> myself, Joey, uh, Mickey pseudo women's uh, female champ, or I, she couldn't compete last year. So former female champ, but you know, she'll be back mm-hmm. or and Kobayashi, um, yeah, there's, there are not too many people that do it full, full time. Yeah. If anything, if anything, there's more competitive eater YouTubers mm. that do it full time, mm. which is and not to be snobby or anything. It's kind of weird because competitive, it's YouTube is not you're <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, it yourself yeah, yeah. type of thing. <laughs> right, but sure. that's the most, that's the phrase that sticks. So Got it. Yeah. So to give people an idea for Nathan's, how long do you have to eat hot dogs and how many hot dogs did you eat in your most successful year? You have 10 minutes. 10 minutes. The contest used to be eight, but then when the numbers got high, or no, it used to be 12, and then they brought it back because they're like, oh, too many hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, um, they haven't changed it since, even though the record's gone up. Um, no, I did 62 the year I won. Oh, my God. 62. So what, what is that? How, how many, what, what's the average per hot dog? 62. That's one every 10, minutes. 10 seconds? I mean, that, uh, yeah, yeah, roughly. I mean, yeah. it's much faster, like, the the math behind it you, t- traditionally is by three minutes you have to be halfway done. Oh my god! So by three minutes, you if you hit thirty one, you're on pace for sixty two. Oh my god! Because gosh. you slow down, it gets right. miserable. Your jaw gets tired. You get full. It's not only that. Oh, so you get full. That is a like yeah. a definitely a component oh, yeah. of competitive 100%. eating. How do yeah. you not throw <clears throat> up? I would I'd get to the yeah. point where does that disqualify you if you throw up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If if you ever they call it a reversal forcing on the on the stage and um, that's. It's one of those things where, I mean, I guess, and this is where competitive eating is not as pretty, you know, behind the scenes is like, I push my limits harder behind, like in training and stuff. So when I go on stage, I'm 100% ready for it. So I do like 12, 15 minute practice runs just to push my limits so that when I go on stage, I'm not doing something I've never done before. I'm not in unfamiliar waters, you know, so. And how many hot dogs would you say into the 62, would you say until you like start feeling full? (laughs) I mean, God, that was so long ago. Um, Nathan's is a weird one because everybody prepares for it so much. It becomes almost like riding a bike. Uh-huh. By the time you're up on stage, you're mm-hmm. just kind of an autopilot. Um, but I distinctly remember it was a contest I, I prepared for, but not too much. It was a brand new contest. They only did it one year, hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. And I think I ate 121 in eight minutes or something oh like that. It was, but... It was so bad. Holy like like cow. that was, I mean, I've done some impressive stuff in my days, but I just remember I was getting full and I look back, I was like, okay, I'm getting full. Where yeah. are we so far in the, con- I look back, it's like two and a half minutes into the no. contest. And I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be like a, a long night out here. So 
it, it changes. You know, I think if you're more prepared for something, yeah. you just you mentally know Did what you, to expect. You, you lost that one? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Second place to Joey. Wow. <laughs> so when you eat hard-boiled eggs, do you chew them? I would assume. I, I chewed them, yeah. I, I think. Okay. I forget what I was doing. It was pretty fresh. I think because they're kind of slimy on the outside, so I feel like you could just swallow it. Because if you <laughs> yeah. chew it, it's dry on the inside. No, no, the no, yolk no. And if you chew it, I I would imagine it's more compact than just swallowing them whole. It's it's always yeah. a, it's always between what you two guys yeah. are saying because you got You can't chew too much, but if you don't chew too much, it doesn't sit well in your stomach. So, I think Kobayashi has the Guinness record for eggs, and I think he just swallowed them in that. There's like a video of him just going, you know, yeah. just like, <laughs> oh um, and I think during the contest. You could tell Joey was chewing a lot less than I was. Huh. So, um, swallowing them. Like, retrospectively, yeah, having those eggs, they wouldn't sit properly if they were whole. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a little sense. bit of chewing. I'm curious how many people after they finish, you know, have a reversal? <laughs> you have to use the restroom, right? Yeah, and you got a reversal in the toilet, bathroom. Because yeah. I don't know if I would be able to eat that much and then just be like, all right, I'm going to Well, yeah, chill. you, but you haven't trained. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for other people. I mean, like generally after the contest, I'm pretty wiped out. I'm just in my own. I'm just like deep breath, deep breath type of thing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I know what happens. You know, I you can we do extreme stuff. You know, and we push our bodies to our limits. And some days, like maybe it's really hot out. Maybe the foods like like sweet stuff is pretty rough. Sometimes just like sweet contests, so much sugar. But um, for the most part, I mean, like I said, you know, I push my limits in practice so that nothing bad happens on stage. So generally speaking, after you catch a breather, and that that's another, I, I, it's not the direction of this podcast, I feel like, yeah, but it's like sure. talking about the intricacies. It's like, it's really hard to keep like oxygen flowing through your system because you're using oh. the same pipe. So like the breathing and stuff is something that can choke you up. And like sometimes after an event, like all you need to do is just breathe a little bit. Yeah. Oh I never and thought you'll feel, about you'll feel that. good. You'll feel yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Is it ever dangerous to like, not obviously like you could choke and stuff like that, but to eat so much food and to like stretch out your stomach. Oh, of course. I mean, it's doing anything in excess in extreme, like tennis people get tennis elbow, like yeah. tennis players get tennis elbow. Um, you know, like MMA fighters, that's obvious, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, football players, you know, with, with yeah, head, head thing. concussions and stuff. Um, Doing anything in, in an extreme environment like this isn't inherently healthy. Um, but the, the important part and what I, I credit to, you know, part of my success at least is just knowing where my limits is. And I, I don't, I don't cross that line on a frequent basis. Like I know where it is. I, I play with the edge and I just, but then recovery is also the other big part of it. Just doing proper recovery and giving your time enough, your body enough time to rest. In in my case, diet, exercise yeah. and all that stuff. So it's not. It's not healthy. I wouldn't like if somebody's saying like, "Is what you do healthy?" Of course not. Like we're eating way an excessive amount of food, but um, you know, there's plenty of things that people do that aren't healthy. It's all about moderation, right? Mm. And you're pretty fit too, so I'm assuming you probably have like a pretty gnarly like workout routine and stuff. Uh, I don't feel too fit. I, I feel like I've been slacking off a lot. Um, huh. because I found that diet is more helpful long term because. Just the taxation on the body. Yeah, it's right. Like, it's like impossible to mm. go in the treadmill and see 10,000 calories on yeah, the, yeah. the treadmill. So um, so I found diets like the best way to handle what competitive eaters do because yeah. you just can't, you can't physically work off that much. With, I mean, I used to do it a lot more, but then I would just feel like garbage in the off season. I'd yeah. just be like fatigued and just like not you know sleeping right and stuff. So mm-hmm. as of recently, you focus on diet take a couple extra days off if you need it and uh, just listen to your body. But first I want to thank our sponsor Grammarly. 
It's crazy to think that it's already the third month of 2022, yet I feel like I've already sent out six months worth of emails. Where is the time going and how do I get it back? Well, Jack, if you want to save time writing emails, just install Grammarly. Sorry guys, Alex isn't here for this. I just have to improvise. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that helps you communicate clearly and effectively even when you're short on time. I mean, just ask Graham. Ever since I installed Grammarly on his computer, he's been able to write scripts and send emails in just a fraction of the time. Grammarly is just like having a professional writer go through all of your work 24-7. Their free version is also amazing since it protects you from basic spelling, grammar, phrasing, and punctuation, but the real magic happens when you upgrade to Grammarly Premium. Grammarly Premium offers clarity suggestions and even full sentence rewrites to help you clearly convey your message and avoid miscommunication. Asking out your next Tinder date via email? Well, Grammarly's built-in tone detector can help you sound as confident, professional, or as formal as you need. They also offer vocab suggestions to help replace overused words, phrases, and also words. You really really do need Grammarly, man. Get through those emails and your work quicker by keeping it concise, confident, and effective with Grammarly. So check out Grammarly.com slash iced coffee and sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to the premium account, you can get 20% off just for being a listener. Once again, that's 20% off Grammarly premium at G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash iced coffee. Thank you so much, Grammarly, for sponsoring this episode and back to the podcast. When did YouTube come in? It came How in kind start of doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's always weird to ex- describe it because I feel like, especially nowadays, a lot of YouTubers they are like, they've been wanting to become a YouTuber and they say, I'm going to become a YouTuber. It was, it was never so cut and dry for me. Like I uploaded my first, uh, lobster roll contest and I uploaded the challenges I did cause I saw mm-hmm. man versus food and I, it's like, I saw what he was doing there. I enjoyed the content. And um, there was a couple people like Epic Meal Time back in the day. They were doing their thing, loved their mm-hmm. loved their content. Mm-hmm. So I always I felt very. It, it didn't take long for me to fall in love with the process, the creative process of taking this event that I thought was fun. Like a thirty minute it took me thirty five minutes to eat a burger. Mm-hmm. It was fun for me. I was the adrenaline, everything. Yeah. I watched the tape back. It's boring. You know, I'm just sitting there smacking for thirty five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So uh, my first videos, I was putting like my favorite music, mm-hmm. just and speeding it up and through it and. Uh, yeah, I just, I just it was something super rewarding, super interesting to me to like make this content more palpable for, I wasn't even thinking about a broader audience at that point, but it was like, even for just for me, just like making mm. it more entertaining to watch, um, but not losing any context either, you know, not like just doing like long cuts and stuff, just like figuring out how to right. package it in more condensed form. So it just evolved, you know, um, I think... I just, you know, video started taking off the Michael Phelps diet challenge. That was my first viral video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, explain oh. that. I know it's I've crazy. seen it, but yeah. Absolutely absolutely explain the challenge or yeah, going explain viral? Explain how you came up with the concept, how you filmed the video, how, when did it go viral? When uh, did it change for you? I think I put, I forget. I think it was 2012 when I posted it. But I mean, Michael Phelps, you know, he was, yes. you know, Olympian doing everything crazy. He was, you know, headlines and everything. And he, he posted something about his 12,000, it's crazy 12,000, which mm-hmm. apparently later he said he's like exaggerated about or something. No, no. But, um, no, I, I mean, who don't eat that much food, you yeah. know, on a normal basis. I, I get it. But, um, he posted it and every, like all the news are like talking about, oh, it's 12,000 calorie yeah. diet. He, the, the best Olympian in the world, he's three pizzas a day. And like all this, like, like, you know, the rock did the same thing. Yeah. He posted, he eats pancakes and pizzas. And so, um, being in the competitive eating space, I was like, oh, dude, that sounds like I want to do that. You know, it's like, it sounds fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I just bought, bought the food, bought a swimming cap, stupid, you know, put like yeah, black goggles on, just, yeah. you know, played the part a bit. And, uh, yeah, that was my, that was my first viral hit. Um, I don't even remember how I like 
interpreted that or like digested information. That was obviously mind blowing to get a million views on a video. But um, yeah, I, I, there was never a point in time really for the most part outside of when I kind of stopped doing schooling um, where I was like, this is what I, what I'm doing. It was always progressive. I was always like, just, yeah. Is it fun? Is it, is it, does it pay? Does it, you know, can it pay the bills type of thing? Am I enjoying it? Am I making progress? And um, yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I, like I started off at the top saying, you know, I'm still learning the business side of YouTube and everything. Like it, it's just constantly evolving. Yeah. So when you were posting YouTube videos, did you have a schedule? No, I've all, I've always shot and I still shoot for like one a week mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, never really had a schedule. I feel like to me, the most important part was conveying to my audience that, there would be more content mm-hmm. and that there was going to be something that's coming. Maybe yeah. it comes in a week, maybe you get two this week, maybe you have to wait a month or something, but that there'd always be something coming to look forward to. And yeah. if you waited longer, I'll post a better video or something. I got to do something <laughs> bigger, you know, like, and it's I not something this week. It'll be better next week. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> type of thing. So, you know, there's always been that pressure of, you know, if I take a break, I kind of come up at that banger, you know, but, yeah. um, yeah, so I've never adhered to a schedule and I think, it's, it's always something I've been wanting to do just for my own sake, mm-hmm. you know, just being on a clock, you know, human you know, psychology, just trying to not be scattered all the time. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think right now I'm trying to shoot to do like two to three a month. Got it. But at what point did you realize YouTube was full time for you or that you could do it as a career? Cause you mentioned going to college for two years. Yeah. Did you drop out? Um, I guess that's the term you'd use. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stopped. It's a I, 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 remember I, I was just sitting in class one day and I was just like, I was look, I was at, a, I was looking at a peach just like mold, and I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I, I, I want to be thinking about my next challenge and making my next yeah. YouTube video and yeah. stuff. So, um, I don't, I don't vividly remember when I said like this is a career sustainable. Yeah, I remember seeing my first. AdSense says like ten dollars today. I was like, oh my god, I made a ten dollar bill today. Yeah. I, I remember that distinctly. I I don't, yeah, I don't really recall. I mean, I, I remember the first time I I, I cracked a hundred grand mm. in a year, and I was just like, damn, dude, this is this is something serious. And um, how long did it take uh, of you doing YouTube to crack a hundred thousand dollars? I want to say 13, 14. It's like maybe four years on YouTube mm-hmm. to get to that point. And I think that was also combined with the competitive eating. Yeah. Because I, I, I would say probably until like 17, 18, I was still priority competitive eater. Yeah. Like YouTube was still just that. I mean, I took it seriously, but it was still yeah. like, right. like if it was between making a YouTube video or preparing for a contest, it was always preparing for a contest. So it wasn't until like 17, 18 when things started really blowing up. The channel was millions of subscribers where I was like, you know, maybe I'll skip this contest because I got to pick and choose my battles so I can focus on the YouTube side of things. Yeah. How do you pick what you're going to eat on YouTube? That's a tough question. Um, gut feeling at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't have like a rigid like um, methodology for what I pick. I, I, I try to keep it switched up, like sometimes spicy, sometimes large, quick, fast, savory, fast food, homemade cooking, you know, just trying to just give variety and stuff. But um. Yeah, that, that that's all. That's the that's the that's the golden question yeah. all the time. It's just like, what's that next video that people are gonna make people happy? Or sometimes it's just like, hey, what's that? What's that yeah. like, video that's just like a I, yeah, the trending stuff too? Because you did the Mr. Beast chocolate thing, and I yeah. noticed that did particularly well for yeah. you, which is smart, right? Yeah, like, that's what you. No, that was cool. That was the first yeah. time I've ever gotten like product early to like yeah, yeah stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, 
we've been trying to work and like reaching out to like fast food places like if they got like the travis got me or something coming up just getting hands on it a little early and stuff it's tough working with food establishments or competitive do, they, do they not take you seriously because i feel like for it like if subway came out with a new like meatball marinara or something like that like them giving it to you to yeah. put a Huge. video that would massive. be massive promotion i mean from my vantage point <clears throat> it yeah it makes it's a no-brainer if, if an opportunity like that ever came up it's Okay. I mean, there's a little history to this. Yeah, like, yeah. So I remember one of my original viral videos. It was back in like 2013. I ate four Chipotle burritos and a Diet Coke or something mm-hmm. blew up or whatever. And it was like, no, no big deal, but it blew up. And I remember seeing like on Twitter, Chipotle, their handle replied to somebody said, hey, check out this video, Chipotle. And they're like, we prefer to see our burritos enjoyed. I was like, oh, okay. Serious? Did that hurt at all or no? But it, it, was, were, yeah. it was like the, I got the message type of thing. It was like I, I knew we you know. Yeah, but you know that some probably some yeah yeah you know intern in college yeah, is yeah. handling their Twitter. No, but then but then yeah. so the, the flip side of that coin yeah. is I think recently I forget which house it was one of the streamer houses they had a Chipotle eating contest. I was like okay you know things might be changing a bit and I, I think you know that was when I was fresh too it was 2013 yeah and um you know I, I think there's a hesitancy because even I battle with it is like how do I make what I'm about to do appealing and not gross like i, I filmed the zombie video i, I promoted a, yeah. a video game recently as a zombie game and yeah. i was like they wanted me to eat like ribs and like I, 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 <laughs> like how do i make this so don't like hate <laughs> oh, this video and just feel grossed out by it that's and hilarious and i was like okay yeah. i'm gonna i'm just gonna show all the beautiful barbecue and stuff and then i'm just gonna cut through the eating yeah. you know and stuff so it's it's a trick and it's been it's been a challenge like we're talking about like the asmr like yeah. smacking our lips like yeah I leave some in there so they know what's going on, but I don't go full-blown <laughs> right. ASMR, right. you know? Yeah. So it, it's a trick. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, as with I've seen YouTube over the years, it's like, you know, just um, traditional companies and media just warming up to the idea really? of the value. So they've not reached out to you as, like, the go-tos? They do influencer marketing. Chipotle does. Like like David Dobrik, you know, he has the Chipotle deal. Yeah, but I feel like this is just as good, if I, not, like... I, I wish I had a gold card or whatever they call it. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, you know? Um, I'm not out there looking for that. Like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's a trade-off at the end of the day, you know? And, you know, if it happens, it happens. Like, yeah. I just, I'm going to roll with the punches. You know what would be a match made in heaven? Houston and him? Houston. Yeah. Oh, Do you know Houston Realty gosh. Exotics? He, he's a no. YouTuber uh, here in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. He has, like, he rents out cars and stuff and tells sure. crazy stories about people who, like, drive his cars Yeah, he had one of the most successful podcasts on here. Okay. We were blown away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was so good. But, yeah, he uh, he pulled up an Alexis LFA. Okay. <laughs> he has the wildest stories. Yeah. He has 100 Lamborghinis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he has a chain of restaurants called Houston's Chicken here in Las Vegas. Really? Okay. But he has, what is it, the, the, the hottest? Houston black card. Yeah. But, no, he, well, oh. he has the black card. So, yeah. basically, sure, you could sure. go in the Houston's restaurant and just order whatever you want for free. But he has the hottest uh, chicken or the hottest food on record. What what is it like? Two million Scoville units? I don't know what it is, but it's, something it's very it's like crazy that you have to sign a waiver to get this yeah. thing. Like and you he's rejected. You could just go down in the franchise and just yes. order yeah, it. Yeah, he's really? rejected people like when they try to order it too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like children. <laughs> yeah, like a child. Yeah. Like yeah. a mom yeah. wanted yeah. a child to get it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you did that. We could hey, put you in touch with Houston. I had no idea. And like, Dude, that's 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 on the to do the short list now. I mean, that's that's right down my. I mean, yeah. Spice. I have a, I have a weird relationship with spice because when I started, I was like, I oh, know spice. I got to take care of my stomach yeah. and stuff. 
But damn, those videos do good. Yeah, those spicy they challenge yeah. videos, yeah. they do the so good. If yeah. you ate the hottest chicken sandwich, you did like 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dude, Graham, don't put them in danger, like, man. Yeah, okay. but Come on. Same, okay. But like show an average person. Show Jack eating one of them. <laughs> And then show you eating like 10. No, but okay. But that's the misconception. I can eat a lot of food, (laughs) but I still have human tissue. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still, I'm still made of the same carbons and whatever, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It burns the same for me for the most part. I mean, I, I, I think psychologically I can deal with the discomfort and pain food wise and stuff, but it burns all the same for me. I'm those special spice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like there's some people out there that the spice the spice world is a whole different, like, yeah. spice heads and stuff. But um, I'm cut from the same cloth yeah. as far as that goes. <laughs> Just saying, I think that would be a... Bit. It would be a banger video. We could put that you in contact be, with them. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, well. that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But I would love black to see chick- Is it actually black? Yeah. Like, yeah, it looks like an American Express card. It's, it's metal, custom made. Right? Oh yeah, my God. metal. Yeah. Uh, but it says, uh, what is it? Houston's on the top. Yeah. Oh, no, the, the chicken. Oh, oh, the chicken? I don't know if the chicken. Oh, black. I thought I said that was like the black chicken or something. No, no, no. Because sometimes the spicy stuff looks like that. Yeah, it is dark red. I've seen a picture okay. of it. I mean, yeah. just imagine like this deep, like tissue red looking. So we gotta chicken. eat that, Graham. We gotta try that. Gonna... <laughs> Come on, just one bite. Can we get some in like thirty minutes? <laughs> we... I mean, Texas. Oh, 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 you should. Can All we right. get Houston oh. to swing by with yeah, some of the hottest get... chicken? Yeah. Um, would are you serious? I'll call him right now. Are you guys serious? Yes. Absolutely. This is, I, I do this for a living. Hold on. <laughs> I also oh, have another oh surprise. God. We'll get into that. Yeah, hold on. Let's Just so you guys it. know, I can barely eat hot Cheetos without crying. <laughs> wow, you picked up. Hey, uh, do you mind? Are, you're on the podcast right now. Is that okay? Oh, let's do it. Okay. I love it. Hey, so I'm with Matt Stoney right now. Are you familiar awesome. with who he is? No. Okay. <laughs> he's on. He's on YouTube. He's got 10 million subscribers, and he just. 15, now. 15 million subscribers. It's 15 yeah. million <laughs> Yeah. It tells now, me how much YouTube I've been watching lately. I know. Uh, so he does food challenges. And we wow. said this would be the, the best collaboration is to uh, put together Houston's Chicken and Matt Stoney. And we were talking about the, the hottest chicken sandwich. What do you think the chances are that you would be able to get someone to bring down the hottest chicken sandwich in the next like 35 <laughs> minutes so he could we could all try it on the podcast? Is is that at all 30, possible? 35 minutes is a little tight. Yeah. Because Hour? it's fresh made to order. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's going to take us about 12 minutes to make it and about 25 minutes to drive it to you, but it's possible. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll be here for well, a while. That's a good end of yeah, the podcast, yeah. you know, sweating or yeah, we could we could <laughs> we wouldn't want to do it right wait. now, right? Uh, yeah, like so forty minutes. I, 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 would, yeah. I would have absolutely no problem getting this to you. I also would like to invite Matt. We have a challenge that we're about to launch. Oh, this about is actually, to, like oh. crazy. You're calling me. If you can eat ten Houston, we have a problem. Tenders. That's what we just we're said. Someone, listen, it's five thousand dollars if you could eat ten tenders. <laughs> yes, dude. So it is fun to have to be yes. video, but maybe we just save it for that, and then we do like a collab if you want, or I don't know, whatever. But he could be the first person to do that food challenge. Yeah, he'll win. You may as well pay him now. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I don't know. I, I have I, never I, been able to even smell that tender, let alone. Geez. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Two million Scoville units per tender. <laughs> it's pretty wicked. <laughs> I'm a professional. 
Right, he's this a professional. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't back down. No. This is <laughs> he might be we able are, to do it. I just got to put the blindfold on. I st we still Damn. should eat the the sandwich though, because that's yes. not going to be as hot. Yeah, you have if, the lettuce. Yeah, and if we could do the sandwich though, if if you could have someone bring okay, it by. What I'm going to yeah. do. This yeah. is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you sandwiches that are not the spiciest. I'm going to send you liftoff, which is a lower level before the spiciest. And that's going to get your appetite wet. That's 50% of Houston. We have a problem. It's 1 million Scoville units, okay? That is absolutely out of this world, insanely spicy. I'm, yeah, I mean, okay. And you can expect double from the tender, okay? What do you think about that? I'm like, it's up to you. Sure. Is that hot enough or is that or, not hot Or should enough? we go? I'll send them to you. we got to go to the hottest. Yeah, you okay, know what? Not if, we, if, we hottest, if we can get the hottest, we've got to go. Well, if we can get the hottest, yeah. even if it's just one chicken tender. Yeah. That we I'll can. make it happen. Okay. There we there go, we Houston. Go. Thank you, man. Thank you. Listen, I'll send you one tender. Yeah. And if Matt can handle the challenge, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go for that. Wait, wait, right. Houston. Yeah. If you could, could you maybe send like? Because I think we want to try it too. Of course, I'm going to send you <laughs> extra food. Thank I'm you. I'm going to say that you can eat one tender on this podcast, and I invite you for the challenge after this. Perfect. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to put this under your black card, Graham. So cool. don't worry. Thank you, man. <laughs> You're the man, you. Houston. Thank you. Not sponsored by Houston Chicken. Link down below in the description. But go check him out anyway. Go check him out. Chicken is not sponsoring this video by chance. Thank you. Thank All you. Thank right. you, man. I'm going to get that there. Let me get off the phone. Let me call my GM, and I'm going to have it right to you. Uh, <laughs> just text me uh, Text me your address, Graham, for a second. We'll okay? do. All right. We'll do. Right, Thanks. Bye. Holy wow, cow. Wow. It, it just got interesting. Yeah, it did. So we got that we got that looming on the horizon for the next yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah, so you guys got to stick around, so, okay? We yeah. need the retention. There we go. There we go. ABD getting that up. Yep. Holy cow. Wow. Okay. Good on him. Wow. Houston's a man. Wow. I'm, I'm working the night. Here we go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's nuts. Good on Houston. Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect that. No, he answered Any regret on the side of the table? No, not at all. I'm so excited. I was going to ask um, you know, you're saying that Chipotle and big brands don't you know, they're not really as interested in working with you. But for me, what about have small brands like local places reached out? Because think about it as a local business owner to have Matt Stoney coming into my restaurant to do like whatever challenge early. That that's huge. Are do smaller companies reach out too or no? I mean, I got a few ways to look at this. I mean, short answer is no. I haven't had that opportunity too much. I mean, I think a lot of the content I've done is predominantly just like in my own kitchen and stuff. And I've done that for a handful of reasons to leave the door open for expansion mm -hmm. down the line to get out and travel for challenges and stuff. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it hasn't, that opportunity hasn't presented itself too, too often. But what I do know is at least on the competitive eating circuit, a lot of contests, smaller contests per, you know, but mm -hmm. a lot of the contests are actually like local, um, towns yeah, right. and stuff that are like showcasing their, their mm -hmm. local dish <clears throat> and stuff. Like the first contest I ever won was the slug burger would eat in championship. <laughs> and it was in Corinth, Mississippi. They have this thing called a slug burger cause it cost mm -hmm. a slug back in the day, a nickel or something. Mm -hmm. It's just a fried pork patty with mustard, onions, and pickles. You know what's not to like about it. And um, so a lot, a lot of small, you know, small towns, small businesses and stuff. They do sponsor these events to to kind of get the name out there. It's interesting because we actually have relations with Jack in the Box. Like they okay. they yeah. watch like all of they our comment. content. They really? comment okay. on us. Yeah. Like I'll DM them on Instagram. They'll get back really? to me. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Don't they follow you on Instagram? Yeah, they follow me. <laughs> they don't even follow me. No, we're close. Oh, no, really? Jack in the Box. Yeah, they're the best. We love Jack in the Box. Right. I think they I think they dropped the comment on something I did recently. I think I uh, what was it? I, went, I I did a, I did a TikTok or something or 
with, with their thing and they have the comments. So. Right, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're, they're team. They're like, cool, they, yeah. they yeah, talk yeah. with influencers and stuff yeah. like that, I'm sure. Yeah, That's what more brands should be doing. They like, really imagine should, Chipotle's yeah. just <laughs> browsing YouTube, commenting on Seriously. videos. I mean, they, well, now they, they do should. it kind of on TikTok and stuff like no, that. No, but like they should be doing, like, on YouTube. They should yeah, have yeah. someone whose full-time job is just to watch and comment. Like, they have to get... 20 comments out a day. Yeah, yeah. Like, we get all the spam comments. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no way. True. true. McDonald's should be doing this stuff. Yeah. You know? All the That's brands. Right. Yeah, I think Wendy's was like the original. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They had the social media yeah. team that was kind of killing Taco it. Taco Bell does it pretty well, too. Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. A handful of, yeah. a lot of people have moved that. Some, some are hit or miss, you know? But yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's smart, you know? That's, that's, that's what you need to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's walk through a little bit of like your, your finances throughout your life. Because, okay. I mean, you said when you first started doing competitive eating, you were working for like $7 an hour. And then slowly, you know, pretty slowly actually, like it took you four years to, to crack $100,000, right? B- between both YouTube and competitive sure. eating. Yep. Um, how did that progress from then on until like now? Um, how did it progress? It was mainly just... Pretty more, more views, or more, views. more views. That was yeah. pretty much what it was. I mean, like we kind of talked a little bit at the top, you know, competitive eating, you know, there's not like, you know, there's not anything crazy out there. Contests usually, if you win a contest, for most of them, it's like 2,500 to first place. If you factor in like the weeks of practice and all mm-hmm. that stuff that you have to go through, you know, you kind of, you know, it's, it's not like anything yeah, crazy right. and stuff. And Nathan's even <clears throat> pays only 10,000, right? Mm-hmm. But Whole other discussion. I don't know. Fourth of July, ESPN, yeah, no, ten thousand to first yeah, place. It's it's rough. Yeah. But um, but um, yeah, it was, it was really just more views on YouTube. Working with sponsorships that was another big thing too. Is finally yeah. you know working with some brands and everything. Um, but it's been pretty. It, it, like you know, like I said, you know, the business side of stuff. I kind of took it more as just a personal passion hobby of mine. Maybe I missed a few opportunities here and there, but um. Yeah, I mean, it was really just comes down to the views. And I, I know, you know, if just from watching the podcast and your guys' content and stuff, I can attest the ad rates and all that stuff. Competitive mm-hmm. eating, it's tough. It's not <laughs> that great. It's tough. I mean, we've been working on it and we've been yeah. making a lot of progress over the past couple of years. Um, but, you know, it's. Can you give us a, a ballpark on, uh, like, let's say you get a million views? Sure. Um, my channel would be anywhere from like 15 grand to probably 30 on the high end. 30 would be. <sighs> Hi. I mean, I think it's tough. I think last time I checked, I was getting like roughly like three per three per really? dollar. Yeah. Something wow. in that ballpark. It was a lot worse too. I think oh my we, we ought to get that number up like 50% in the last year. Are you serious? Honestly. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's crazy. It's been it's been tough. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who are kind of in the same boat, you know, just their content, like, especially like, I think nowadays, like kids content's really tough yeah. Yeah. and stuff. But, um, you know, you know, what can I do? I'm a competitive eater. Yeah. I eat food. That's the content. So yeah. just deal with it. Who's your, who's your audience? <laughs> uh, mainly, I mean, I think demographic wise, 18 to 24, um, male predominantly. Yep. That's there we me. go. That's <laughs> from Ventura. Yep. 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 <laughs> Yeah, California is the biggest yeah. by far. There we go. There we go. Um, but um, yeah. No, I mean that's it's pretty cut and dry. Nothing yeah. really too crazy. I mean, is, I think it, is certain, it U.S. audience space or is it around the yeah. world? It's yeah. U.S. I think a lot of times Canada and the U.K. creep in there as top contenders. But I think India's been a huge emerging yeah. market. A lot of people from India have been watching. Um, oddly, like Philippines and Indonesia, mm. oddly mm. enough, are weirdly large markets, and which is interesting because also like. Competitive eating is huge in Japan, or they call it, they do, it's not competitive eating, it's like um, food fighters and stuff. Yeah. 
but I guess they have their own market because like I haven't figured out how to get into the Japanese audience yet. So, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Just male, eighteen to twenty four, the main main market for the most yeah. part. That's interesting. I thought ad rates would be at least higher. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a struggle. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not sitting there like cursing out the yeah. YouTube algorithm or anything. Like like I've made a living. I'm, sure. I'm happy with what I've done so far. Of course, I'm always striving to do better. But, um, you know, there's some case studies. Like last year, I did a chicken sandwich tier list video. And that thing got like seven, like like double what I'd normally get on the ad rates and stuff. So just mm-hmm. like figuring out like like fast food almost as well. Like I've seen that. It kind of makes sense. Why but, do they um, advertise on your videos and stuff? I don't know. I mean, I don't watch my videos <laughs> to get those ads. But I mean, I guess I guess that's probably something to do with it. Like that was the month he was just refreshing all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah, so I mean, like I said, you know, I'm happy with what I'm getting. Of course, I know, you know, just from seeing other people, and, that, and that, that's, it's been a learning process. You know, I, I know you talk with Reed and Night Media. Mm-hmm. I joined Night Media recently, and oh, they've, cool. they've been kind of showing me the the ropes and like what to expect and like what to get from sponsors and stuff. And yeah. I remember, like, I forget the year. Um, it was like years ago. I was getting at the time, I was like stoked to get sponsors, but retrospectively, yeah. they were they were. They're pinching pennies on me. I was yeah. getting, I was getting just cut at the knees yeah. and stuff. And then um, my girlfriend actually, who who helps me out and works with me now, um, she saw other people like she watches like makeup tutorials and where they get good returns. Yeah. And she was just like, "What are you saying? You got this much?" And I was like, "That's what I get." And I'm, <laughs> she's so she helped me out and helped turn that around a bit. But yeah, I mean, it's again, I can't complain, but we're always yeah. striving to so move upwards. At this point, um, do you try to ensure that every video is a sponsor in it? I'm not so picky about that. In fact, okay. if anything, I try to ensure that not every video has a sponsor in yeah. it because, you know, like I also said, you know, I haven't really gotten too many food sponsors, so the tie-ins aren't so, like, seamless and perfect yeah. all the time. A lot of times it's just like, hey, check out this this company, you know, check out this company. And, you know, um, so I, I try to make it not feel like every single time. I, But it, it's it's been good. It's been good, you know, for the most part. I've been, had plenty of sponsors to be happy it. with. So tell us about your team. Is it just, how did it start? Obviously just you. Yep. Um, then how did it evolve from there? Is it always mostly been you like filming, editing? Do you have a, a team? Do you have assistants? Working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd imagine it's constantly a progressive process. But um, yeah, yeah right now it's just myself, my girlfriend, and we just recently got a videographer to help film stuff. So That's it? Yeah, right now. <laughs> it's, I've had... I'm not even go into it, but I've had tough luck with hiring people. Like, no, well, no, a, let's go into it. Now it's time God. to go into it. What's oh, what's happened? Geez. I mean, it yeah. all started. <clears throat> it all started when I was looking through contracts, and I hired a lawyer to look at contracts, and he paid him so much, you know, hundreds, uh, like a thousand plus dollars. It's like, oh, it looks good. I was like, what about this? And he was like, oh yeah, that's concerning. And I was just like, what, what did I just oh, pay you for? No. And I was just, it all started there, and um, I, I'd imagine the hiring process is not an easy thing. I mean, that's why companies, you know, they're not easy to make and stuff. But you know, it's it's just finding the, those right group of people. Yeah. And I've uh, been working with a lot of editors, so it's not just us three. Like we've been working with editors and stuff, and it's not full time positions. Like we're just testing them out, trying to find if it, if it fits and everything. But um, for the most part, right now, it's pretty small, uh, close team for the most part, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, trying to expand. So, constantly. is it you doing all the filming, editing, thumbnails, titles? Um, yeah, mostly. That's really impressive. You don't hear many ten yeah. million plus subscriber channels doing it all themselves. Very few. Yeah, and I mean, 
Part of me is, you know, a little proud to say that. Yeah, naturally, yeah, right. but also part of me is like, that's not where I want to be consistently. And right. I also don't want to take away, you know, like, hide the videographer. He's been doing a great job. I don't need to worry about getting the good shots and everything. So he's been helping a ton. And, uh, you know, we've been working with editors. Sometimes their thumbnails are better than the ones that I come up with. Um, sometimes the video is like they come up with some good ideas and it just makes it that much easier to finish the product. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, the goal is to get to the point where I can, you know, have less obligations on my shoulders constantly so we can focus on more of the creative side of things. Uh, we tried a creative director last year, didn't work out. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been tough, especially when you see a lot of YouTubers nowadays, they got teams of like people, like 20, mm-hmm. 30 people. It's like, Oh my God, that's, that's, that's something else. It's impressive. Right. How right. much would you say you work right now? Like hours on a week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm sure you can attest to this too. Like, you don't, it's not nine to five. It's, it's hard right. sometimes to spend days slacking off and just, you know, just chilling out. And some days you're just grinding like nonstop, um, to say 50, 60 a week. I've never, I've, that, right. that's not, sure. that's not, yeah, that's no, not that's I, I, I totally, before, but right. we yes. understand. Like yeah. that's, it's the same for us. There's no right. nine to five. Yeah. I'm almost thinking for your content though, if it's working, why you don't necessarily need to hire more people if it's, if it's the system's working. I'm, I'm always a fan. If it's not broken, don't try to fix it. That's been my thought for many years, but you always got to, I mean, at least, and you know, you always got to find ways to just right. vertically just keep growing and just like, how do I make my content better? Well, if I'm yeah. constantly glued behind a computer editing all the time, or I'm just like stuck on an edit and I'm just sitting there for a day, yeah. just like, why can't I get this intro? Why can't I figure yeah, this out? Like right. that could be used with me thinking of the next big crazy food yeah. challenge or I could just, just training, just See, taking care of myself. I was under the assumption more, that so. you had like a team around you at all times because uh, we've been trying to schedule with you, I think through Alex or was it you, Jack? Yeah, I was doing yeah, yeah, yeah. For months. And, and he's like, Matt has this schedule available and it was like three months in advance. These This uh, month, uh, between these days, let us know if that works. And we're like, yes, that works. Well, you know, as we got close, this schedule moved around and now it has to be in a few weeks from then at this day. It was like, oh God. I just, um, it gave us the impression, or me, it's sure. like, wow, he must be like really busy. Uh, or like he must have a big team to because when you need to talk to someone to, Talk to another person. I'm like, oh, wow. That's- sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I, I guess I, I, I neglected to mention yeah. that. I, I, I touched on it. But, yeah, I, I joined my night media management yeah. company uh, last year and stuff. So that was that was even talking with my managers God. over at night media. So okay. I get, I mean, I, I don't I don't know lingo-wise like, if they're considered part of my team because, yeah. but they are part of my team. You yeah. know? Right, they, sure. they, they've yeah. been infinitely helpful and they've provided so much yeah. value and stuff if, yeah. and so much guidance. It's been great. So what do they do for you? Um, they pitch, you know, they pitch, you know, they, they find sponsors and stuff. They find opportunities. Um, you know, they connect, you know, like, like us and stuff for yeah. podcasts. They did a lot of collabs, more collab, like we was doing a lot of collabs last year. Um, filmed some, like some shows, uh, you know, like, like we like got the, the C3, um, the Pokeballs yeah. that were launching. Like they were the ones that kind of had those connections and pitched. I guess myself out yeah. there. So no, they've been, you know, they've been very helpful in that regard. And also just giving guidance, you know, um, just like little things like just talking with Reed and Nick over at night meet about like focusing on average view duration and getting those up. Cause my, my videos were, they pop in and they leave. And, and so yeah. my average view duration is low. So how do you get that up so yeah. that it hits the algorithm better and the CPMs go up and all that stuff. So just, and like, it's like looking at thumbnails and being like, why would you do that? Or this, like you should do this. And just like, 
being a mentor in many aspects yeah. as far as like especially the business side but also just in general yeah. just being successful now, on youtube how is that for you let's say because i would kind of think to myself if you built up a channel to 10 million it would be really hard for me to take advice because i'm like well no. obviously what i was doing was working could it be better i'm sure everything could always be better but if it's working so far i i take everything with a grain of salt and I think that's also part of the reason why it's been hard for me to expand a little bit yeah. because I've been so in like if I hire if I'm hiring somebody it's not to like do something that's like like I don't know, I, I couldn't even think of an example like like an accountant like hey can you balance my books or something yes it's like hey can you hire somebody to edit the videos that I've been editing for twelve years and <clears throat> make it similar to the style mm -hmm. and to, like, whatever standards I have. And being able to sit with that and be content with that. And I think that's kind of been a mental block for me, mm -hmm. which, you know, again, always just trying to keep an open mind and be progressive, constantly learning and stuff. Because like I kind of said, you know, they provided so much value, so much insight and things that they've that we've that I've implemented through their guidance and stuff has been great. It has worked out fantastically. So I'm, I, I'm not a know it all, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. by any means, I'm not going to pretend that, that that's the case. So, um. Yeah, always down to learn, always down yeah. to improve. Now, I saw one interesting video I want to bring up. Um, it was the YouTube Originals that you did. Yes. The okay. eating challenge. And I saw a video reviewing the eating challenge. I saw that. I watched yeah. those yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever that video, it popped off. Yeah. Because it was like your face yeah. almost crying in the thumbnail. Have you seen this? Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. You saw that video? Matt, I think it was like Matt Stoney didn't deserve this. Or something. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, And I remember clicking on it. It was like, oh no, what happened? I, I'm thinking like it's this major scandal. I know. I, I, I was it. nervous. Watching it, I was nervous too. I was scared for you. And I click on it. I'm like, Jeez, but it, but it's you do see your face. It made yeah. sense, and it made sense. I felt <laughs> bad. I really felt bad. Me too. Like I was it watching, and this guy's explaining. I'm like, I mean, whether or not what he's saying was true with it resonated with you. Sure. But the way that he phrased yeah, it, let's, so, let's so everyone would it. understand you wanna, it. This, yeah, or? you did a YouTube Originals thing where basically you get people that like do make certain types of content on YouTube, like very successful people, yep. and then they have like other YouTubers that aren't successful within that given niche or whatever, try to do what they do. For example, one of them, I think like, uh, for, let's just use yours for example, like was competitive eating. So sure. they got you and you judged these other people that don't make YouTube videos around competitive eating, try to eat competitively. Right. Yeah. And they were kind of, I won't say making a mockery of it. One of, but I one will of say, them was more than the other. Yes, true. Yes. But I will say they weren't taking it as seriously as they were taking the other challenges. Sure. The competitive eating, because it, to them, maybe it seemed like it was so like like absurd to dip a you know bread in water and stuff like that. You know, maybe Which they, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could yeah, be yeah. absurd, I guess, in in some context. But yeah. but yeah, they, it didn't seem like they took it very seriously, and you looked very disheartened because I'm sure that you put a lot of time and effort into you know showing up there, and maybe you're nervous to show up, and then they go and they, you know, don't try very hard. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, the format of the show was it was it was the four contestants, and they all kind of had their own day of having the other ones try their own thing. Mm. And then I was like the finale. So I think my mine was a surprise. I don't think they expected to do anything competitive eating related and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, 
I'll say this much. I wasn't as bummed out about it as like, I think a lot of the comments and stuff were. And just like the uh, comments were backing the you in crazy. Well, no, I, I you appreciate up, that. So like, no, that's, yeah, yeah. I, that, that, you know, that's in its own kind of weird twist away, it kind of felt a little good. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> all of us felt. <laughs> I felt terrible. Yeah. yeah. It was like my audience is watching out for me and stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which I, I totally get. And I, I see that vantage point. Like, personally, when I was sitting there in the moment, it was weird. You know, it was like watching people throw hot dog buns and, yeah. and, and stuff and not do what I was doing like but I guess and you know I get it it I mean part of the fun of watching someone dunk a hot dog button for the first time is because it's gross yeah, yeah you right. know so yeah. so I mean I wasn't as bummed out I know I know where the perspective was coming from do I wish they would have tried better definitely yeah well, like I did a, I did um I did a collab with the try guys not oh, yeah. too uh mm-hmm. not too far apart from each other mm-hmm. and a couple of those guys they were trying like yeah, I, yeah. I think it was Keith and um forget the, but um Two of them were going at it, going at it. And then a couple of them were like, eh, you know, so gingerly about yeah. it. So everybody's got their own thing. And I'm I'm understanding of that. They're jumping into my world, which is kind of intense and crazy. So everybody react differently. Unfortunately, them, they didn't. They didn't. They yeah. didn't vibe with the competitive eating <laughs> natures right. as much as we would have probably liked them to. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was fun to be part of the whole production and everything. But a little more effort would have been yeah. nice. Well, we're here to make it right because we're getting the spiciest yes, chicken. Yes. Okay. I'm keeping an we're eye gonna on, go. that, yeah. on that note. This not better be the next video. Uh, you guys took a little nibble. That's chicken sandwich. And no. G- gave up. No, I'm going <laughs> yeah. in. All right. Another 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes it'll be here. I'm nervous. Yeah. But I. But speaking of that, I would be the type. I hate to. I'm just going to admit it. I would be the type to be very gingerly about <laughs> how I'm going to dip. Yeah. Um, because I don't eat like that. I, I I can't do that. I could eat like yeah. if I'm really hungry, yeah. sure. and I'll scarf the food down. But forcing it, um, I just notice I get like stomach issues. I'm a fast eater. I'm okay. known amongst my friend group as the fast eater. Like like I'll finish my meal before <clears throat> someone has like gotten like sure. halfway through or whatever. But that's a complete different thing than actual like dipping it in water. Yeah, and, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean so. it's it, it's a mindset. I've seen some people just like pop up out of nowhere and just do good at an eating contest because. Yeah. It's it's a weird switch. It's you've eaten your whole whole life. Mm. You chew your food, you swallow it after you've chewed it enough, and there's no real inherent rush generally, unless you're like you know like lunch break or something. Um, so you're kind of going against your natural grain of something you've done your, literally since your, your whole life. Yeah. Some people have that. You could just turn it off. And for me, it's like 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 I work out, but powerlifters, mm. I couldn't do that. Like I, I just feel like my arms are gonna fall off, and like yeah. I just can't imagine getting swole and ripped and just lifting 450 pounds like i just couldn't i just can't fathom doing that some people they like doing that yeah. and it's it's a thing and they can turn that switch so some people got it, some people don't but yeah. i think it's mental I, I think if you mentally focus you could just make it happen what does your diet look like after an eating competition because let's say you pack down like ten thousand calories how many calories would you say is in one of those challenges i mean challenges vary like you know some of them are 10,000. Some of them are just a quick 5,000, 6,000. Some mm-hmm. of them are 20,000. It's boring. <laughs> it's a boring diet. Yeah. You know, it, it's mainly water's your best friend because um, your body can handle, like, your body can decide to handle calories in its own way. Like, not to be gross about it, but your body can only physically absorb so many calories. That's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. But vitamins and minerals, your body doesn't have a choice for the most part. That's why dehydration is a thing. Like yeah. you just, your body can't say, no, I don't want to deal with the salt. The salt's going to be there. It's going to be in the bloodstream. 
it's going to dehydrate you. You're going to need more. So I also try to balance it out. Like if I do a sweets challenge or something, even though I don't need more calories, I'll definitely like try to get a protein shake in or something or have a burger or a steak or something. You know, it seems yeah. weird to eat after eating so much. Right. But you want to achieve that balance with your body because it's the imbalance that throws your system off. Um, like I said, water's your best friend. I take various supplements, certain electrolytes and stuff, yeah. just again, just for that balance. And when I started, it was brutal. Just you get dehydrated and stuff. Nowadays, I just blow up like a little balloon. Yeah. Like I just like, like literally, it's like, I, it, I think it's just like, like all the salts and waters and stuff to like get into your tissue. Yeah. It's just like, edema I have I forget the phrase yeah. but it's just the swelling of the tissue and but but how are you in shape how <laughs> like do I said do I don't that? feel yeah. like I'm in shape <laughs> see but you look in shape yes. like you look more I, toned than right. I do and I go to the gym yeah. it's all the editing I'm just there all day <laughs> yeah, long just using, yeah no I mean yeah I mean I, I go to the gym you know so I I, I I like to run and stuff it's kind of a full body workout in some some ways so mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I mean I think it, it, I mean I guess okay I guess a good way to put it is it's out of necessity if I wasn't taking care of myself, if I wasn't physically in great shape, then I wouldn't be able to physically compete at a high level. Sure. And my body wouldn't like, it wouldn't accept all the the pressure and the training and stuff. Right. Yeah, so makes sense. I have to, I have to be in shape. Like, and that's why a lot of people ask competitive eaters, like, why is everybody like skinny? Like the Kobayashi's of the world, like mm. Mickey, even Joey, he, like he's, you know, he's a big guy, but he's in shape, you know, whereas... 30 years ago, it was a bunch of dudes on Coney Island that were like 400 pounds and stuff. And it's because when it became serious, you had to be in state. Like you had the cardio, breathing, and it's exhausting. It's, it's, it's a 10-minute sprint when you're up there on stage. So Speaking of like, you know, being in shape and, and you know, all that stuff, um, this is a little bit controversial in the YouTube community, but what are your thoughts on like, Nikocado <laughs> avocado and that whole transformation. Oh, we were all thinking it. Yeah, I, knew, I, knew it was coming. Oh, yeah, I gotta bring it, it up. I gotta bring it up. I knew it was coming. Oh, man. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll preface by saying this. I've got zero, like, the mukbang community and everything, like, it's different from what I do. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of said earlier, like, competitive eating YouTubers, like, you're not yeah. competing with people. It's like, you know, that, the lingo, like, you know, snub those lingo, <laughs> if you want to call it. But, um, no, I got absolutely zero problem with like the ASMR community, even even though it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they are making entertainment for a group of people, and that's that's all what it boils down to. Some people want to hear people smacking on a peanut butter jelly. Some people want to see people just talking and eating. Some people want to see you eat it as fast as possible. And right. You just you're filling the need. You're filling like I don't like some movies. Some people like you know everybody's got their own preference. So I got no quarrels with it. Nikocado. Um, took it too far <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all it is he, he he found a formula that unfortunately um i don't even know i mean i guess outside looking in unfortunately worked for him yeah. very well and he just stoked that fire constantly without worry about repercussions he's, he's probably still doing pretty good and i mean at the end of the day it's his it's his body it's his choice it's his if he's fine with it fine i mean you know but would i endorse that sort of, yeah, like, no, right I, I'd, I'd always endorse people being healthy, looking right. out for their physical and yeah. mental health and all that stuff. For those of you guys that don't understand, uh, Nico Cotto basically started out as like a, a 
fairly skinny, you know, somewhat fit person. Yeah. I think it was and a then, vegan. Yeah, yeah, he was vegan. Yeah, I think vegan it was a vegan stuff, yeah. And yeah. then basically would do like mukbang, which is when you get a bunch of food and eat it and people like watching you do that. Different than competitive eating. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and basically like he continued to do it because his audience loved it and he mm. con- continued growing uh, with its like absurdism type of humor. And then like now he's pretty like, you know, he's pretty yeah. large. You know what I think? I'll give my take on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I part of me believes it's an act. I mean, part of me thinks yeah. that he's playing a, a, a character, and uh, I don't know why. I found his entire story like so fascinating, and I've reached out to him, I think, once before to see if he'd come on the podcast. No, <laughs> no. response back. I don't think that's ever going to really? happen. Okay. I would love to get him on the podcast, because yeah. I found it so fascinating. I've watched so many of those, like, Nikocado, Avocado, like, the rise and fall videos. Yeah, so, yeah. I've watched them all. And they're so good. By they're me. really good. But he's <laughs> one of those people that has such an interesting story and like and, and it's just it fascinates me of like how you don't know how much of is it how much is an act if he's really this way if he's playing into it um uh like it reminds me with dax flame yeah how a lot of people thought oh he's just it's it's acting and you know uh but for me i was like no that just seems like dax and and sure enough it was it was just him like that's sure. him with nikocado i'm like that i think it's an act and from what I've seen, it seems as though he realized a certain action got him a lot of attention on YouTube and that made him a decent amount of money. So you would lean into that. Yeah. And it seems like the more extreme he's gotten, the more money he makes, the more views he gets, and the more subscribers he gets. So from a business, it's like, why wouldn't you keep going in that direction? Mm-hmm. And on YouTube, you can never like not continue to push yourself you can never go back from that like if he stopped doing that content i'm sure yes people would be happy for him but would that get him the same views probably not um so even though he gets a lot of people watching me like oh wow this is a train wreck and just tune in for that at the end of the day like when you look at his numbers he's winning from it so the more it works i think the more he's going to do it uh the downside is that it's probably at the detriment of his health oh yeah (laughs) but you know, if he's at a point where he's like, well, if I do this for another five years and then I have the rest of my life to get back yeah. into shape. And if you think something like that, maybe yeah. that's the only way I see it. Yeah, or I mean, maybe it's I mean, I could be wrong, but without question in my mind, it is at least in some part an act like there's no way yeah. that he's actually like that all day long. Like it takes a special person to do Certainly. This, yeah, the yeah, stuff that he does. Yeah. But he's definitely leaning into what the audience and like I, I think back to, and you know, I think back to like. You know stuff like the Logan Paul drama and stuff. Like his justification was he was just on this this yeah. this, this train that he just didn't want to stop, and then it ended up you know bad decisions and yeah. stuff. And yeah, I mean that's 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 just the nature of a lot of beasts. Like that type of happened, um, which was leading to a question that I wanted to ask you because yeah. I haven't seen any drama that you've particularly been involved <laughs> in and stuff, which is something yeah. that I've prided myself yeah. over the years too. And I. Every once in a while, I want to see like the Nikocados of the world, or certain mm. like, um, like like the rice gums, the, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. Say, I'm not jealous, yeah. But there's that part of you that's just like, am I doing something wrong here? Do you ever get that itch? No controversy. Let's just yeah, say, controversy. Not let's say, let's not yeah. say like, like full blown. You're on TMZ, like, like you're bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, um, just like do something that just are we like talking drama. No, I, I, yeah. I think it's any any sort of drama for the most part. Yes, it's good in the short term. I think in the bad term, long term, it's bad. Sure. And I've, I've tried. I've, I, no, I, no, you can't, not, you can't say any yes, sort of drama. A, a lot of it is. It's it's bad for somebody. What about Logan Paul? Between two people, it's bad for what? what? 
you know, the, the whole co- issue. Yeah, I, I mean, look at, look at him now. People love to watch well, that's his personal but growth. That's, but that's it's like, as long as you can yeah. prove to people you're changed and you're different, yes, but, but people you love it. But you could change and not go through that. Like, if you have the choice to work on yourself and better yourself without that, I would much rather do it without that. I don't, I don't think... But what, a, if that, a, what if that's at the sacrifice of, you know, not being yourself because you're a little bit edgy, you know? Lately, it seems as though, like, the higher the stakes get, like, like the... The more you put yourself out there, the bigger the risk there becomes that you say the wrong thing, even unintentionally. But, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it, but I mean, like you know, it, to me it's interesting because you know you see um, these these case studies of people who have turned it into something that's you know interesting and stuff. And like I'm a big UFC fan, I watch a lot of their fights and everything. And the biggest draws are the guys that just right. talk and just yeah, McGregor. But then, yeah. but then part of the charm of it, or charm if you want to call it, is you kind of know. That that's not them. <laughs> I think you, I, you see yeah. you see a lot of people like Colby Covington just did a fight and he's all like MAGA hat Trumps. He's like this ridiculous character and people hate him for it. And like like the Floyd Mayweather too. Yeah, like yeah. he wasn't doing anything until yeah. he started flaunting his money and they were like, oh, uh, here's the haters and stuff. And, yeah. and people just kept buying his fights because they wanted to see him knocked on the floor. And Nelk and Danny Duncan. It yeah, makes sense with yeah. their brand, you know, that they be so erratic. And Nelk just did a podcast with Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I saw it was, it was removed. Did you watch? I did not watch. I did not it see was, that. No, it was removed. Uh, yeah, they put it on their. Oh, you didn't know this. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know. It got removed. It got removed for what? Five million views. Um, uh, YouTube's dis disinformation on disinfor- YouTube. I thought misinformation. Mm. Was it? Oh yeah, misinformation. And that's funny because Trump said in the podcast that it will get that removed. it's going to get removed. Yeah. Um. So well, digressing. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm curious yeah. because that's something that I've I, I've. Very thankfully avoid <laughs> drama yeah, and the, just, the nick of cotton. I know, just like, think yeah. the bigger, like, no one will care if you get 10,000 views on a video or you have, you know, 100,000 subscribers. It's not worth anyone's attention, let's mm-hmm. say. But when you get into the larger numbers and more people watch, it becomes uh, uh, easier, not easier, but there's more eyeballs on you and the chances that someone will find something is higher. So that's yeah. why, it, like, at least from my perspective, the, the, the more the channel is grown, the more careful I become. As yeah. a result, and I think also too, it kind of leads into like what's your intentions with YouTube and just in general. Yeah. Like if you're looking to build a brand, like my case, you know, I do the competitive eating. Like I, I want to keep doing this, and I want I, I like making videos. Um, then why would you risk it and stuff? Because I I remember seeing you know, certain people come and go and stuff, and yeah. like like yes, you get jealous of like you know seeing people on billboards and stuff. Like oh I'm like man, what are they doing right that I need to do or like just to like make get to the next level. But at the same time, like I've been able to do this for twelve years, and I'm still doing okay, you know, yeah. and stuff. So it, it's always—it's just one of those things where you're just always thinking about, like, yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah you've surpassed I'm, the lifespan of like most YouTubers at this point. True. Because when I first started, I'm like almost everyone that I ever watched was five yeah. to seven years, and and if they hit seven, they they've done it. Like that yeah. was like that's age ninety. Like that's like a ninety year old person in, in like the YouTube time. Yeah, yeah. you know. So seven years is a long time, but the past ten is almost like unheard of, and then to go beyond that is just—it's a small else. group. And yeah. I mean, I didn't start as soon as like the Philip DeFranco's, like he was in before me and everything. But you know, it's it's you know there's a pride involved with it, and you know, at the same time, you know, you always want to feel like you're just getting started. I mean, like yeah. you know, just like we talked about your bankroll coffee and yeah. stuff, and like establishing those brands and just like really learning the space and taking advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, don't yeah, want speak- that to stop. Speaking of which, you know, before we get our taste buds annihilated, mm-hmm. um, I heard that you have a Poke Bowl line coming out, and it's similar to like a 
a Mr. Beast Burger where people are going to be able to order and stuff? Is, am I getting that right? Yeah. How'd you come up with that idea? That was Night Media, I'm guessing, It was, right? it was reached you? out. Yeah, so um, a, um, a large restaurant company, um, they're, they're working on launching a brand. It's called C3. Um, and they're working with a bunch of creators, not just myself. Like Danny Duncan, met him at the Pokemon yeah. thing. He's launching a chicken sandwich and stuff. And so a lot of it was like, hey, like, what's the type of food that you eat? What's the type of stuff that you like? Like, um, and how, how can we like convert that into what will be now like ghost kitchens, like Mr. Beast yeah. Burger and, um, back and forth, you, you know, but I grew up on rice bowls. Like I love eating rice bowls. I spent a lot of time in Hawaii. My parents met in Hawaii. So we, we visit there a lot and poke bowls just, it worked out great with the company. They got a good supply chain for high quality fish and rice and everything. So yeah, we're launching stony bowls, hopefully in the sometime in the near future. Super excited about it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we did bring some. Whole plethora. Oh, I'm excited. Drove all the way to now, the Mandalay Bay to pick wow. those up before here and bring them over. See, I see. I don't know why I thought you would have like an assistant go and pick this up. You personally right. went. You. I, yeah. was, I was surprised you came here alone. Yeah, I was a little late. You no. <laughs> no usually that was awesome. Usually Sometimes people show people, up with entourage. Yeah, the upper like the really upper echelon upper. people. But like you know, the, the, they'll show up with like an assistant or a videographer or something like that. Have you yeah. ever like a lawyer sitting in the room or something? Has People that ever happened? Close. Yes, okay. close to that. <laughs> sure. I, I, it's it's kind of awkward because they'll ask a question. They, yeah. Can yeah. I answer this? Yeah, that's how. And they're like, yeah. we would rather you not. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I can't, like, yeah, I, yeah. I heard them. You don't have yeah, to yeah, repeat sure, sure, what sure. they said. Although you, Graham, you said that uh, when yeah. you did a video with Kevin O'Leary, it was just himself, right? Yeah, yeah. he just showed up. Kevin O'Leary, he didn't have really? a driver. He didn't nope. have an assistant. He drove the car himself and just walked up with a briefcase. It was incredible. I was so he probably surprised. arrived in a nice car, though. <laughs> he took an Audi. No, no, was it, it? no. He got dropped off in a Uberlux. Oh, he did. I yeah, thought he, he drove himself. No, I remember seeing Uber. something. He always does Uberlux. Yeah, Uberlux. Uberlux. Okay, yeah. Uber 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. But sometimes it's Give the people you would you would most expect to show up with an entourage or like an assistant or somebody show up just alone. Yeah, Zach and then yeah, and then people who you would expect to show up alone show up with like oh by the way I'm with five people. Is that cool? And I'm like, well. See the aquarium. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, but should yeah, we I try mean, some chat you know, chewing? I wasn't even yeah. thinking of like, if we're going to do a spicy challenge, we got to get something in our stomach. Right. Like, it it okay. would burn so much harder if you yeah. don't get something. So what did, what did you bring? And, right. and by the way, could you walk us through really quick? How much money you make from this? What, what are the, I'm so curious what the profit margins on this. Cause I'll tell you with coffee, if I make a dollar a bag, well, right now I'm not making any money, but, uh, if I made a dollar a bag, I mean, it's just, that would be considered good. I mean, this is pre-launch, and this is, the, the infrastructure and stuff is all being taken care of by C3. Um, I get, like, I think, like, the deal was, like, a small stake and stuff, yeah. so it's, it's not really, like, a profit thing Got for the most it, part. It's really equity. an opportunity to be part of something bigger. Mm -hmm. Got it. Because a lot of, there's, like, I forget how many creators are on the roster, but it's a pretty big list. So, um, so yeah. Well, is so. Danny with Night Media? I don't think so. Okay. Which was was weird to see him at the Pokemon event. I, I like, know he's just really into Pokemon. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. I, I never took him as a Pokemon guy either. Yeah, because like, like the stunts he and was, com comedy. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we got dinner a while ago. This is right after Logan Paul's video came out uh, about the Pokemon cards, and Danny was collecting PSA ten Charizards really? first edition. Yeah, and he said he bought like he bought like several sets and stuff like that. Wow. Gosh. Oh my wow. gosh! Where where'd you get these from? I don't. Oh, sorry, I don't want to interrupt your story. Wow. Continue. Anyway, well, you um, will be able to get them all across the country. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Delivery. Well, Jack, anyway, can you Danny, uh, yeah. can you get some B roll of that with your phone yeah. just so that people? I can have extras see? too. I got I got two of each bowl. Oh so my gosh. we need to get any shots wow. later. 
Holy shit. Oh, he said the S word. Oh, yeah. Again, this is this this space is totally new to me. I thought when the opportunity came up, I was like, this sounds so great. But the more we worked with C3 and making this product, it blew my mind how <laughs> the product that we came up with. And on top of that, too, we're also with it. We're launching giant, we can order a giant bowl with oh all of these in one thing, too. That's so awesome. that's so, such, that's wait, so on brand. Should we get uh, chopsticks yeah. or? So wait, so yeah. I'm so curious. So when you pull up at Mandalay Bay, do they know who you are? And they're like, oh, wow, he's picking up his own food. Yeah, they're, yeah. Like, they're, they're a humongous company. They own so yeah. many. Uh, they, have, they own oh Kumi. Right. We're operating out of Kumi mm -hmm. or the Mandalay Bay. Are you going to uh, eat with us? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah, so let me just real oh. quick. So let me just go over right. here. All so right. what is this? I'm so hungry. Are you guys Poke fans? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's Graham and I. <clears throat> we try to uh, have a date once every week, and we usually get Poke. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because mm -hmm. Jack moved out, and, uh, and we stopped never, seeing each other. So I never much. see him anymore. And, and then it's he, a bad oh, thing. Then he texts me when he's at the gym instead of giving me Sorry? advance notice. Yep. Okay. Could, well, I, you know, I won't get in your way of starting. That right there is our chicken teriyaki bowl. It's, you know, it's a standard chicken teriyaki, you know, just chicken breast. Wait, 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 <laughs> so good. Oh, you know, sauteed onions and stuff. Hey, you can let him. The, uh, but we, we Houston went, has delivered. There we go. We're getting our prep ready. <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh, my God. Holy. Oh, my God. What a bigger batch than I brought. There's two? Wait, oh put them on the table, Graham. Are you kidding me, Houston? It's, but, like, you... You, it's the whole thing is filled with every. No, it's not. Look at this, dude. Oh my. This, oh my God. Honestly, it's like, I feel like I'm in a dream right now. I get, I, I get the vibe that you haven't like eaten on podcast before. Now you've got like a buffet. Yeah, this is <laughs> so amazing. Like everything. I'm, I'm, I'm actually having. Well, not, I'm not gonna call it a mukbang, but I'm eating a lot of food in a competitive manner with Matt Stoney. This is a dream. This is Oyakodon. This is something I grew up eating. It's chicken, egg. It's like an Adashi broth. It's just kind of, it's a home comfort food. That's the signature uh, poke bowl that we're releasing. It's the ahi, it's ahi tuna with what I think places miss all the time, which is sesame oil. Yeah, a sesame right. oil marinade. It, it makes so much, when I had it, it made sense, but just like how many seared ahi things have you seen with like, Sesame seeds on it. It's just the perfect combination. So you know, you know what I count this as right now, Matt. Hmm. What? So imagine if we had like, um, imagine if we had like a famous basketball player on. You know, we play basketball with him. This is the same thing. I'm eating really with, uh, with Matt Stoney right yeah. now. Yeah, this is the same thing. Granted, it's we're flattering. not. I mean, we're not. It's weird for me because I'm I'm just chilling out, just having dinner before spicy challenge, but. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I stopped by Jack in the Box before here. Okay. And I grabbed three Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers because I wanted to race you. Okay, that was the surprise. Yeah, I wanted to race you. But I mean, I'm still down. Well, of course you're down, man, because you yeah. can eat anything. <laughs> I, I'll, be able to, I'll be able to put it down, yeah. We'll see how we're feeling. I mean, I'm down, but I'm feeling if, we're, if, we're, if we put an effort into the spicy challenge. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it before the spicy. Sure. But I, I have to race you. Have I've been telling myself okay. that I'm going to do this since we knew you were coming on. Baby bucket list type of thing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> got to happen. It yeah. has to. Yeah, Dude, try that. That's my favorite one. Yeah, so that's that's the uh, panko shrimp with the wasabi aioli and wasabi peas. Oh. You don't want to share something. We've got plenty. Yeah. I, did, I wanted to bring plenty. This is uh, an oyakodon. Oyako is Japanese for parent and child. It's, it's, it's something I grew up on because it's, it's uh, chicken thigh and egg. It's like a scramble with the dashi broth. And they cook it all together, um, grilled onions and everything, and then you just top it on rice. It's a comfort food. It's nothing like super fancy or something, but it's just 
to me at least it's a comfort food we get pokey probably like once to twice a week and this one was probably my favorite with the spicy sauce i've not tried this one yet the tuna tastes really 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 fresh but the good thing with the tuna, Macy, that he was explaining is that they put sesame oil on it, that's which I is like, what, uh, yeah. That's where I feel like a lot of poke places are missing is they usually just like, use like a basic ponzu or a shoyu or something. That sesame oil makes it kind of rich, adds that nutty flavor. And then, of course, you do also have a ponzu, you know, sesame sauce on top of it to add that, that, okay. that traditional flavor. Yeah. I grew up eating a lot of rice bowls and poke and stuff, so. so good. <laughs> I'm hoping that this, this, this nails it a little bit. This is my attempt to nail it, so. I still think, I forget where I saw it, but um, like home automation, I was just looking into it and stuff, and somebody had posted this thing where they showed their if this and that thing. And it's like, if like if like you know, the alarm goes off, like it's like a, somebody breaking into the house. Mm-hmm. It's like, Alexa, just like, turn off all the lights. Huh. And then turn all the lights beat red and start blasting music really loud and stuff. Oh. And I was like, That's oh, actually dude, really that, smart. That would be freaky if you just- I think three high quality speakers somewhere in the house Going off a different point, yeah. the yeah. shotgun noise, well, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, shotgun noises. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. Simply Safe no, does like something the, similar the to that, though. Not the shotgun noise. Simply Safe does that. No, Simply Safe has it where the alarms go off. Uh, and there's, you know, but. Yeah, but we're not. I guess, <laughs> that's I guess like every. I guess <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking like red lights and yeah. boss music. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. To boss music. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then the one I saw shadows cast on the wall yeah. of a huge oh, figure. So like we had the scariest thing happen last night with Macy and I. And uh, anytime you open a door or a window, our alarm goes beep, beep, beep every single time. And it's always my fear. It's like it'll be one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We're in bed. We're about to fall asleep. And there's. Beep, 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 goes off. That's my Footsteps. biggest fear. Last night, it was like almost midnight, and the entire house was locked up, and we hear the beep, 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 and both of us freeze, and I'm like, I, I, sw- I thought someone was in the house, so the first thing I was like, check this, check the camera, because we have a camera in the front. Macy, go check. Yeah, check. No, I was like, <laughs> I'll Macy, stay here and take care of Bailey. <laughs> you go look. <laughs> no, but I went to the, to the bedroom door, and I locked it. And then once the door was locked, I knew we'd like at least have a few seconds in there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but the cat's out there. What, do, what so... am I going to do? I don't know where he is. <laughs> but the, oh, but the, thing is, yeah. the thing is, yeah. is, I would run out just to save the cat. Like, I would be like. Ramsey could be immediate. anywhere. Yeah, but they're she not going to attack anywhere. a cat. And no. like, I mean, you yeah. don't know. So no. You're not right in the head to break into someone's but house. But a cat's not going to call the cops up. Target your danger to the cat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I locked the door and I didn't see any motion on the ring camera in front. So I'm like, it's not somebody in front. And so we check the camera and we don't see anything. And Ramsey, uh, we do see Ramsey on the camera. He's like all perked up. And we're like, oh, shit, what, what was it? So I check the uh, the side door and it's open. And we think you were going to go out front. I was like, well, wait one second and go to the side door. And it's just open. Oh, yeah. It's it was, open by like a little it bit. It's open by like that yeah. much, but it was locked. <laughs> it was locked, but the, you saw the lock out. So I guess when it locked, it didn't lock all the way in and the wind blew it open. But anyway, that was the yeah. scary. So now from now on, I'm so scared that at night I'm going to hear that sound. You remember? <laughs> you remember when we were like about to go to bed? And this was after Jack moved out. And we, boop, 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 and then we hear someone walking through the house, and you and I were like, oh, "What the God. fuck?" And then you came out there, and it was Jack. 
Jack. Jack. Yeah. Like, Jack, way, you've got to text us if you're coming. Way, Jack didn't turn on any of the lights. It's just like this Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> and I was nervous walking in. I'm like, I hope I don't scare Graham. <laughs> I was thinking well, that to myself. Like, yeah, like I'm walking. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't come out because I'm going to scare him. I don't even think we were expecting him. It wasn't like he was. we were expecting him that night to show up for an SD card or anything. It was just like all of a sudden. That's so funny. Yeah, I was worried about scaring you. I was like, okay, I'll just try to sneak in. Good night. No, yeah, oh, my bad. Sorry, <laughs> Graham's very paranoid because he's always like, Alex, if you're gonna come, just uh, just text. Because yeah, now I make sure yeah, I, you, I can't, just... you can't just show up anymore. If, right. if you live here, right. then it's kind of assumed. But so, w- yeah. did you feel safer when I was in the house or not? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> Like Jack ready to yeah. Jack go check it out It's a third person that, That'll throw you off I mean if an attacker Comes in And there's right. three against, Three versus two True We're better yeah. off With three Right yeah. and you gotta think too Like for an attacker To come in If they weren't Expecting you to be In the house But they knew That we were there Then yeah. you're like This secret yeah. hidden person Possibly That's gonna like Bruce Willis this yeah. yeah See I always made sure As a as a kid I mean I don't I'm not mindful of it anymore But as a kid I would always never I would never want The room that's closest To the front door I always wanted my brother I, I, to be. I, I, was, hmm. I was front window. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you never wanted to be closest to the front door because if, as this makes me sound evil, but if they get someone, it's not you. It's I someone else. Thought, yeah, you know? I always thought that um, if you, if you, I, I guess the way the bed faces, I never wanted to sleep away from the door. Yeah. Because in that way, you couldn't right. see it coming. Yeah. At least you can see it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's one of you made aware. Yeah. I open my eyes and sleep. Okay. Yeah. Now I know it's something's happening. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just want to sleep with a frying pan in the room because I know if anyone came, I can. I got a pretty good swing. Like <laughs> that, oh, yeah. that's a good solid. I got a baseball bat, by the way. Right after that. Did you yeah. really? Because I realized Dude, my mom bought one too. Yeah, really? Like yeah, it's the Brooklyn Crusher Defender bat. I got. Are a, you I, I serious? Did, yeah. I, I went I on Amazon a- and, and typed in baseball bat self defense, and that was the number one thing. I was bought. it the Brooklyn Defender? Probably. Dude, that's hilarious. I just saw that in my mom's uh, shopping cart on Amazon. <laughs> you saw it? And I, 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 I laughed. I, I texted it. What? Why do you check your mom's shopping cart? Because I have the same login as them. Am I allowed to say that publicly? <laughs> Katonic. Okay, yeah. Katonic no. baseball bat, 28-inch, self-defense, black. So. It just seems so impressive. It's like, why would you want a baseball bat? I it's feel like, get like a, you're better get off a buying taser, pepper get a, spray. A ta- you know. No, you realize how close you have to get to someone with a taser yeah, to no, taste no, them? Hey, that's a stun gun. I'm talking a taser. That's a taser. No, the taser is the one that you shoot. Yes, no, okay, but, but taser for, could. Yeah. For a taser to actually work, and this is like weird stuff I know, both prongs actually have to hit, and the further away the target is, the harder it is to hit. Even for typical like self defense things, they say really don't pull out a taser unless there's somebody else with a backup weapon. Just by not the to shot, be gr- the pew pew there, but I'm not to be to grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're really trying to protect yourself, a machete is gonna. <laughs> Clearly, yes, be, or unless, a katana. Unless they take, unless they take mm-hmm. that from you and then they turn on you. And what about okay. the? Okay, what about the bat? Yeah. It's like the okay. same thing. It's like just don't get it taken from you. I'd if they get it taken okay. from you, you're With done. Either way, you know machete. what I mean? Okay. Wouldn't you okay. really be hit by a pillow so than a bat? That's where I'm at, Team Frying Pan here, because if someone tries to hit you, the frying pan is also good as a shield. As well as a weapon, like you know, if somebody tried to hit you with like a knife, then you could. Yeah, just, but like, it, here's the thing, man. It, stop it. If okay, let, let, I don't want to put myself in the shoes of the intruder, but I will just for the sake of the argument. Okay, so okay. don't think of me as an intruder. But okay, so let's say I'm going into a house. Okay, I'm intruding on, on the house. Okay, and then I turn around a corner and I see Macy there with a frying pan. No. I'm like, okay. 
Well, let's say let's say say she gets a hit on me, okay? Yeah. I can grab that frying pan out of her hand, right? But if I turn the corner and I see her with a machete or a like a katana, I'm like mm. definitely not getting close to her because yeah. even if she hits me once, I'm done. I'm but if you're order. holding even a baseball bat, it's like I can take a hit to the bat. I just rush it, you, you know? know you do have to think if you did break into the house and somebody had a machete or a katana, you'd be like, oh, they are wow. a machete. They are a freak. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, getting out of here. Actually, you could buy one on, on Amazon, $22. Yeah, get naked and have okay. a katana. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm, th- there's no, yeah. That's horrifying. I got one. No you got, way. You got a what? Woo! Machete. Oh my. You, you bought a machete? Not, did. did you actually buy a yeah. machete? You yeah, get your, your Monday. Wait, what about the katana? Wait, oh my God, you actually got a machete. Graham, here's a new tactic. You go out with a baseball bat if there's someone there and you're like, look, my girlfriend's here. She's got a machete. She's a little crazy. I would just suggest you leave and then I come up behind you. Like, ah, catch up real nice. Like, That's what you say. Yeah. I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> Graham, you've brought me a good it's one a, yeah, today. Tag team. Oh, anyway, God. no, I bought Because you could never be like, because after that, I, I did realize if we're in the bedroom, we have nothing to protect ourselves with. The only option is to run. And, uh, you know, I figured, well, between not having a baseball bat, not having a machete, I'd rather have both. Right. At least now both of you guys can be equipped, yeah. you know. Yeah, and so. the frying pan's too far away. So yeah. I could talk about this stuff for hours. <laughs> what you must know. Well, dedicated dad, self-defense dad, course. My dad was flipping out when we were watching, um, what show was it? They were going over like how they found certain serial killers and stuff. And he clicks onto one. I'm like, oh, this is that case. And he's like, within like 30 seconds of the thing starting, I'm like, oh, this is this one. And this is the whole case. And he was like, how do you know? And I'm like, I just know. Some mm-hmm. people are into that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to say it's concerning, but Macy knows way too much about serial <laughs> killers and, yeah. like, how people, like, you know, unalive and stuff, and it's just, she'll be like, oh, yeah, but he he poisoned this, or she did that, and, like, yeah. it's like, okay. there's too so many disproportionately, killers. serial killers yeah. probably know about other serial killers, like, disproportionately, like, like, compared yeah, to like the average person. How to, <laughs> oh, oh, like, like, like just, just putting this out there, but, like, to throw up over blood, because I, I didn't know that. To throw oh, up over. Come on, yeah. man. We were watching a show. I feel like I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, yeah. we were watching this show, and um, what is it called on Netflix? Anyways, this girl had a blood stain on her carpet. And I was like, well, they can go over that with luminol later because when you do luminol and you spray it on there, it will glow because of the DNA when that reacts under a black light. So, um, and it will show where blood is, or more accurately, DNA. So that could come from a lot of different things. I'm like, I wonder if she wanted to throw that to kind of throw people off from that. If she could just throw up over that and then kind of cover up the stain. And then he was like, what the heck? But the reason why I know so much about this is because I wanted to go into, into uh, the FBI. Okay. But it wouldn't allow me to have any of the other life goals I wanted. Mm, so for sure. me, it was a lot more important to have kids like, and a family. <laughs> but I like I would love to just track down <laughs> missing people and like get answers for people. Right. No, I, I just I'm fascinated, but I want to catch that stuff so bad. That's no, why yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's a valuable. It's, it's like I think of my like my brother. He's yeah. he's huge into cars. He mm-hmm. he doesn't he does some work as a car stuff. I don't know anything about cars, but it's, as soon as something happens to the yeah. car, he's right there and he mm-hmm. just figures it out. So in case something happens and <laughs> you got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now you know. Because I'm, I'm full now. Before that, yeah. I actually, yeah. I, did, I did bring a surprise and I wanted oh, to, yeah. to do this on the podcast. Okay. You, me, and Matt. What? <clears throat> Comp- oh, you, I mean, you could stay here, Mason. Oh, yeah, stay but here. Graham, you should, yeah. get the, you should get the mic. Okay. <clears throat> 
you gotta you gotta stay here, Macy, to cheer on yeah. your boyfriend. Oh, I, I'm not gonna do an eating competition. I'm yes, full. you are. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not that full. Because what do they say, Matt? About being uh, you, they, maybe they say something. It's mentality. It's mentality. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Now I know you're pretty strong mentally, Graham. Okay, and we're gonna test yeah. that out right now. Because I brought. Looks like French fries. Jack in the box. So what we're gonna be doing is we're all gonna race each other. Are you serious, Jack? <laughs> a junior. It's a junior. Ba- it's not could, even bacon. Could you not have done this before we ate everything <laughs> well, else? Would you rather get full off of pokey? I'm not gonna slander Jack in the box pokey. right now, but I've been eating so healthy. I've been I've been counting my calories now for. Well, a I'll tell you what. If you want, um. Matt can try to beat me two to one, if you want. If if you want to, I'll take a few bites. I'll yeah. give you your best. You gotta take yeah, a few right. bites, man. We love Jack in the Box. I, I, Thank you, Jack in the Box. I'm gonna do it. Mace. I bought this off your VIP Jack right. Cash. By the way, I'm running out. So if you guys send me another one, that would be much appreciated. On real quick, just just to wrap it up, yeah. uh, Stony Bowls. <laughs> Stony Bowls, guys. Stony Bowls are coming okay. out soon. So if you want to try this, they're out, good. We'll pl- get that plug. put a they, logo or something. They, over they got it. this out, so I just wanted. With solid stony bowls, super excited about it. See, are you gonna be dipping this in the water and stuff, or are you just gonna um, dry eat it? I don't think this is a dip situation. Okay, what it'd kind be, of situation? Too is messy. It? Um, burgers are hard because the the part that would absorb it, it's kind of on the inside. Yeah. So, see, I'm I'm, ner- I'm just nervous um, about a choking and <laughs> and b biting my tongue. That could happen. It happens. Um, I don't know how you get around that. Okay, so there's no. I mean, okay, so what I'm, what I'm gonna, what I'm probably gonna do Thanks, is I'm probably just gonna fold it in half and squeeze it. Oh, you're fine. Just make it as make it as small as possible. Just and just and just chomp at it. Yeah. See, I'm nervous. Although I know I have no chance, like chance against you, I'm still nervous because I want to. Hey, anything could happen. Yeah, we'll see. And and water's your best friend. Don't forget the waters there. Okay. So. Oh God, I'm gonna throw up. I know something's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round two. Here I we go. Wait, wait, so what are you, how are you eating this? I'm probably just gonna fold it in half and yeah. just gonna like like make it like a taco. And are you gonna drink while it? eating it? I mean, it's like it's like a chaser. Right. It's just like boom, boom, boom. That's what I'll probably do. Okay. Oh my gosh. Countdown, somebody. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Oh my god. No. Done. How much do you guys have left? Stop, Jack. Stop. Show show the camera. <laughs> okay. So uh Jack, hey, Jack made it further. Yeah, than Jack's Graham. putting some work in there. Mm. What? Why did you reorder it? Because you said you're supposed to fold it in half to make it go faster. That's what I was doing, just get the air bubbles out of the bread. We don't have a timer, but here we go, here we go. Jack looks committed for the finish. Let's get him get, let him get there. Reason to be clear mouth. Just there we go. It's open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh there we wow. go. That was under what fifteen for me. Well, I'll have you know, it tastes yeah. incredible. You taste it, yeah. You taste the food. People yeah. wonder that sometimes, but thanks, Jack yeah. in the Box. I'll take another VIP Jack Cash. That was, that was some good fun. They, they say well, they commonly say competitive eating isn't pretty, but it's beautiful. So. I felt beautiful when I was doing that. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't feel pretty. <laughs> but you felt beautiful. <laughs> it's interesting the water with that. Because the water was almost weird. Because I took a bite and then drank. Yeah. Oh, you're killing it, man. 
<laughs> that was like a slap in the oh. face, Jack. So I have to explain what this is. It's a it's a one of a kind in the world. This is the spiciest sandwich ever at two million Scoville units. Now, now if we look at like the Scoville chart, I think it's like uh, a pepper is something like you know fifty or something like that. This is two million. I think a jalapeno is eight thousand. Looks delicious. It looks it good. Now, yeah. very normal. Smell it. I've seen more intimidating yeah. spicy challenges. Right, yes, oh, already. I can smell it. Oh my! Come on, dude. It burns your nostrils. Bring, put, bring it to me. Burning my nostrils. How have you not been able to? I don't even smell it. No. It doesn't. No. Really? No. Let's Matt smell it. Nothing. Really? No. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I got a really sensitive nose. I don't have. Great sense of smell, I mean, maybe. I don't know. My nostrils aren't burning, but I know right. I could, I could, I could. It smells spicy. I know the spice is there. Yeah, the psychology yeah. that I have behind spicy challenge is interesting because it's not going to kill you. Right. It's just, it's just, it's just pain, and it's not going to. Okay. It's not going to kill you. It's there not it going to damage yeah. you. Right. It like. It's so just, it's like a mental test. It's really? Just like, oh wait, it's like sitting you, with it. It's just you, like just do it. Thank you for those words. Maybe just turn the. Oh, sorry. Mic to just yep. turn the mic. It's like burning. Underneath my nails, where yeah. I ripped it off here. So. Oh, just one thing. Just I learned the hard way. Do not rub your eyes. Whatever you do. Oh yeah. Don't, that's do never, don't try to. Rub Matt says, do not rub sweat. your eyes, guys. Yeah. yeah. Probably anything, a good idea. Okay. Don't even like use napkins. And right. Sure. Avoid it. All right. Oh yeah, that's bad. Holy shit, that's bad. It's like eating, um, like Tabasco. Yeah. But if someone took it and like ground it up and I don't know if it the, is it picking and then up? made it really bad. All right, Matt. Apparently, <laughs> apparently yeah. it's worse. You're you're tearing up. Yeah, I don't doubt it. This would be the time to take thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Crying. Are we splitting this up? Are we trying to cut it? I, I don't care to take a bite after you take. I'll, a, I, I'm I'll take it. Wait. You know what? Do you want me to take a bite? Yeah, you go for let, it. Let Graham. me let me go. You, sure. Let me yeah. go first because Macy got a bite. <clears throat> that's it yes what that's it no oh, oh, you better lot. rip off oh come on man i gotta eat five of those things or ten of those things from yeah <laughs> two dude. million <laughs> units let me just try this i don't i don't do well with it it's burning my gums fyi how bad you didn't need to say that say it to the mic it's burning my gums how bad Pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Graham. No, 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 no. Water makes it worse. Do not do that. I want water so bad right now, but it makes it worse. Here. Oat milk. You want some oat milk? No. <laughs> I've never seen you like this, Graham. Are you okay? Just give it a second. Okay. It's, it's, I probably make it get out to be worse than it actually is. <laughs> I don't want to cough on it. Uh -oh. <laughs> Put it away. Put it away because I don't want to cough on it. Oh. Uh, you next or me next? Uh, whatever you want, man. Listen, if I could do it, it's... Ow. <laughs> That's... Why are you clenching your heart, man? 
Because my esophagus burns. See, I don't know what to do because they took a little nugget thing, but I feel like I got to do more than that. But you know what? Yeah, the thing is, is you just get all of the spice with that. You don't get any chicken. Yeah, it feels really hot, but the the hard part for me is it feels like my mouth has a pulse right now. But I feel it here. And I'm not sure if it's because I don't have, I feel like I need water. Dang. I don't think water helps. I don't think it makes it worse. It just doesn't help. You need lactose or alcohol. Do you guys have milk? Um, yeah, it seems like maybe that was, no, I mean, that kind of helped. It feels maybe better. I feel like alcohol before would also be good, too. <laughs> no, I mean, it, 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 alcohol neutralizes capsaicin in the same way that lactose does, so. Well, see, I was going to take a, like a big bite of the burger. That's but, what I thought we were doing. But now I see that, and they're like, they look like they're in disrepair. Yeah, it, it's concerning. Yeah. It's, uh. Graham keeps saying, ow. I don't look like I'm in disrepair. Graham looks like he's in disrepair. Right. I am fine. My nose just won't stop running. But Graham's that's clenching his heart. I, but yeah, my, it's like, it, I feel it my esophagus. I don't know why, like, I feel, maybe there's a part stuck in there. It burns right, like, right there. Yeah, it's just burning your tissue. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It's, I think, I think it's, I think it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be like a defense mechanism, plants and stuff. They developed this so people don't eat it. <laughs> And look at us. And now we're stuffing it down. (laughs) See, you've got me nervous. I kind of wish I went first now. Because then I at least would have been ignorant going into it, you know? Cut off whatever you think. Okay. Look, if if there's anyone I'm going to do this with, I'm glad it's Matt. All right. There we go. At least you was getting a knife. Oh. You okay, dude? You can't even talk, man. That's fine. Are you going to eat all... Um, Sure. You're going to eat all of that? I'll take that. Yeah. Well, let me just get mine to a bite that I'm... You see, I feel like you got you, you, you lost a lot of your crust. Yeah, I didn't get as much crust because you got the edge. So nervous, man. Are you nervous at all? I'll have a piece, but I want you guys to know that like, I can barely eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> so like, I'll probably be dying. And uh, But I'm down. I'm down for a little piece, yeah. Look how rough Alex, that is. Look, man, are we comparing... <laughs> Uh, are we eating? Oh, oh, look at Matt. Yeah, I, 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 I got mine. I got mine. You know what? If <laughs> Dude, like, this like is Jack awesome. said, if I'm going to do something, I'm glad it's with Matt. So. There we go. Uh, I'm nervous with you guys. I don't know what to expect. I've never had this chicken before. Okay. So, all right. Cheers. I'm human too. Yeah. Cheers. You got a tap? Come on. Cheers. I can feel it in my nostrils. Uh, I did not even have water. Jack. You did water immediately. Oh, you're comparing my bite to your bite? Or are you not? Because if I remember correctly, Maisie. Yeah. That's why I go first, but I got all burning. I didn't even get any nice little relief in there. You better hand me that water. It's hot. Dude. G- Alex, are you fine? Yeah. I'll say... It's it's hot, but it hasn't really hit me yet. It's gonna get worse. I feel like it's that. I, 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 it's that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, man? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring you. I did mean to bring you into this, but I didn't. Mean Alex, to... Oh when you're... Oh. Cause you pain. I mean, Graham, you're laughing. It's get worse. I know that much. It's Graham's hot. laughing it's maniacally in the corner over there, like shaking because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> when you're act. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, oh God. Don't, don't, don't. don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your eyes. You think this is bad? <laughs> your eyes are softer. 
Yeah, it's. I'll drink that in. I would be. Oh my god. That's not helping. Why did you agree? The, yeah. The water tastes sweet. Alex, why did you agree to do yeah. this? Water, water, yeah. I feel so peppery. Yeah, refill me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, oh. I need water. Mm. Did, mm. Does anyone else? Mm. Yeah, Paul. Oh, thank you. Sorry. When there's water on my tongue, it doesn't burn. Yeah, maybe like an ice cube or something. You have ice cubes, maybe. I don't know. Yep, I'll grab them. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you mind if I post this? It's, uh... <laughs> Ooh, my stomach Houston? Hurts. Yeah. Makes the I mean, hottest damn chicken ever. Yeah, that's hot. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> my stomach hurts, man. Yeah, my, my too. It hurts my right esophagus now. is yeah. burning. <laughs> mm, my tongue is on fire. This is fun. How bad is this for you, Matt? Let's go one to ten. Oh, it wasn't that bad. What? Hmm? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I've done some spice challenges. Like, now my lips are burning. Like I, I, I don't know this. The, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think it was a quantity thing. If I ate ten of these, yeah, it'd be, or even like five, or even two. Like, it's hot. Spicy challenges. This is why I avoided them for so long, because you feel like it's destroying your body. Like when I was like, I'm like, I can't. I, but. I, don't, I would never do like crazy, crazy, that crazy spicy stuff, but uh, I could see why they make you sign a waiver. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, because like, especially what if you get it in your eyes too? Like, I'm sure like that's even worse for you. Yeah, but your eyes are so red, Matt. Oh, I'm just Should tired. I watch it? <laughs> at first, at first, I thought it was just maybe because I'm done it before and stuff. But I think you guys probably actually got some. A worse cut. <laughs> I think you got more spice. I think so. Just by the reaction, yeah. My stomach just hurts. Well, exactly, man. yeah. You need to take another bite. <sighs> no, you don't have to. <laughs> no, Graham's like, but you don't have to. No, you should. Honestly, like, like, I'm not in Chibi Macho. I was kind of curious. <clears throat> a little bit. I just, like, sneeze some up, and now my nostrils are burning hey, again. I might be against 10 of these things. I got to figure out my opponent. Mm, so. That's good. Man, so usually we turn it back to you, and we say, do you have any questions for us? Um, by the way, I noticed you got a mighty fine Prius out there. A man of culture, like, I see. That thing's got 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> really? We're due for a new car. Yeah, we're waiting to move out to finally get a new car and stuff. But uh, What year is it? Because I used to have a 2006, I think it was a 2006 Toyota Prius. I don't remember the year. I honestly don't. Looks like a 6 to, to an 8. It's yeah. old. It's old. Yeah. It's, it's been around for a minute, yeah. so... Yeah, no, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we're looking to make the upgrade to Tesla like everybody else yeah. is doing. It seems like the way to go, and I guess, you know, $7 gas is coming. Yeah. <laughs> What's been your decision to drive a car that's almost 20 years old, Toyota Prius, 200,000 miles on it? Um, I, would, I was expecting, because sometimes you go out there and you see, like, you know, big YouTubers, and you're like, oh, wow, that's a nice car. Sure, and, sure. Yeah, I mean, I've... Um, I've never, like, all my friends and stuff were always more into cars than I was. I was never a huge, huge cars person for the yeah. most part. But, I mean, uh, I guess in principle, for me, it's like, 
It's a mean of transportation. Yeah. Get you from one place to other. If anything, the more the more it costs, the more you gotta worry about a ding or you know, hitting a curb or something. Sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, Alex. That was so funny. Yeah, like, Did you see that? <laughs> like, <panicking. laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you don't have a passion for cars, so you just figure why not have a cheap one? Yeah, for, I mean, for the most part. I mean, I think um, in general, I've. Uh, I, I'm not big on like. Uh, materialistic stuff i mean like mm-hmm. I, I i i definitely appreciate you know like owning like having nice things going out for a nice meal yeah buying some pokemon packs for yourself nice. every once in a while yeah you know but yeah like, there's like special like experiences attached with that you're having a dinner out opening some packs with some friends or something or even just like business expense spending something on some content but yeah. uh yeah i mean i that car needs to be upgraded i'm not going to sit here and deny that you yeah. know I, we need to upgrade the car for sure we're going to but um yeah it's it's just uh, it's the lack of urgency I think for cool. the most part like, yeah the biggest upgrade I made recently is getting like an espresso or something <laughs> yeah it's a good purchase it's a good it's it it, it spoils you and stuff but uh, I worry that I'm gonna get have a hard time with pot coffee but yeah coffee you, coffee you don't have an expensive taste you wouldn't say I don't think so but I would like to oh what would you buy like like refined taste like I want to f- figure out like the sushis I want to figure out. Mm. Good steak, whiskey, like poke bowls, like being able to distinguish a good poke bowl from a not so good poke bowl and be able to like make those cogs turn and stuff. Yeah. From that standpoint, just you know, be able to appreciate food on um a higher level. I mean, I do already, but just you know, it's just it, it is something that interests me for the most part. But uh, I'm flexible. I think is the best way to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. And you're building a house right now, though, right? Or you just finished? Um, it's been a nightmare. Yeah. Because um, we had, the the dream was to get you know a nice house with a good foundation and a good like area with you yeah. know everything and um, renovate it to what we need. You know, mm-hmm. get a nice new kitchen in there. Because I I assume that no matter what house, unless one just lined the stars aligned, that I would need to rebuild the kitchen anyways, mm-hmm. which is pretty expensive. You know, just proper setup. And um, sorry, spy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little hiccup. Um. Yeah, so it's been a nightmare. I got I, I purchased the house back in 2020, and permits nightmare. It, it was I got in at the right time. I purchased it for kind of like numbers and stuff. I purchased it for a little under half a mil, and mm-hmm. now it's like estimated like 800. The neighbor yeah. the neighbor neighbor purchased theirs for like the same price, just sold it for 1.2. Yeah, and um, so we got in at the right time. Renovations are way more expensive than I was hoping to be, but I, I think. Once once the dust has settled, it's going to be an awesome thing. And and, and Vegas yeah. is cool. That's the one question I had. I, we, I briefly talked yeah. about it, but you know, we moved out to Vegas roughly at the same time. And yeah. uh, just if you had any thoughts, living here for I a like year. It. I miss. I gotta say, I miss the weather. Sure. Uh, the weather now is kind of comparable. I do miss like that that feeling of the breezy ocean. Sure. And I miss some of the the culture. I I found that like L.A. had a very creative, artsy very like free thinking sort of vibe to it that I really liked like that Venice vibe and Vegas is a little bit more I don't know I don't want to say like family but a little bit more you know I don't know what's the word I don't know the word it's like the opposite thing that people yeah. would normally think but it's kind of a little true. bit more like corporate and structured and yeah. you know I, I 
appreciate that too but i liked the artsiness of of los angeles and that like entrepreneurial vibe that's not as much here it's getting there though i think more people are bringing that to parts of vegas but uh it's the one part i do miss but otherwise i'd like it here a lot yeah i mean pretty much the same thing i mean it's been cool it's been a good experience and stuff and i'm still surprised that they're expanding the strip as fast as they got that globe going up over there you know what (laughs) i have to say that everyone in vegas is very friendly way friendlier that's, than i expected that's something that my girlfriend noticed too she's like everybody here seems nicer and the way i articulated that was like or not articulated yeah. um imagined this is like a at least where i was living in san jose everybody was just spending all day just paying the bills yeah. <laughs> and like and just that that was it you're just there to work as part of silicon valley and stuff and it feels more free here yeah it feels a lot more free more liberating and you know, having a backyard is nice and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. In in LA, at least, um, like we didn't really know our neighbors, and it was one of those things. Just like it, maybe it's just me, but I'd like kind of keep my distance from the neighbors. Like, you don't want to, you know, you might ever see each other. You kind of you know, a little nod or whatever, but that's about it. It's kind of awkward if you see each other at the same time. Sure. But here, I've I've both gone out of my way to meet the neighbors, or they've introduced themselves if we're if we're like walking down the street. It's uh, very welcoming here. Sure. So, um, let me see. Any other questions? Yeah. Uh, how much? How much do you save? Let's let's get into okay, let's get into sure, some sure. of that. Um, Tell us about okay. your philosophies of like saving. And that's, I guess, there's two ways to answer that. In some way, um, I think by default, a lot of times I save up a lot mm-hmm. because my cost of production is so minuscule. You know, I got I go I go to McDonald's and order the menu. Yeah, and then I post a video and it gets a million views with mm-hmm. a sponsor or something on it. So generally, saving hasn't been something that I've been too calculated about. Yeah. Generally, it's kind of been... Um, um, I've always had this philosophy, though, that you get what you put in. Like, back when I started competitive eating, Nathan's hot dogs are like $6 for a five-pack. Bar S is like a dollar for a six-pack, you know? Yeah. And, but I needed to get ready for those hot dogs. So I've always had this mentality of like, you know, you just you reinvest, you reinvest. And if you, you're smart about it and you put the work behind it, then... Uh, you'll get your money back at some point in time. It just makes you work that much harder because you've got more kind of yeah. on the line stuff. I mean, um, but saving-wise, um, I try not to save too much. Um, like from a standpoint of like getting it invested in some mm-hmm. part. Like uh, my first major investments, um, it's still more, you know, slowly growing the portfolio is uh, real estate. Just getting condominiums in the same building that under a good property manager. And they've been it's been good for me. Here in Vegas? Uh, Honolulu. Oh, wow. Yeah, Honolulu. I've figured there's multiple reasons for it. Um, but two of the reasons that I thought were kind of interesting is, well, one, I love it there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. So if it didn't work out, then I got a condo in Honolulu. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it's a vacation market. It's international, too. So it's it's is potentially it, less yeah. volatile compared to, you know, you know, and, you know, the whole, you know, people come to Hawaii and, and uh yeah it, it just it was a good it was and we we visit there a lot too because that's where my parents yeah. met in honolulu so i knew the space i knew the area and everything and uh it worked out so yeah, i've been doing some real estate investments Is that, uh airbnb no through a, a, a professional um property management company got it and Do they rent short term or what are the or um, is it like for a year it's 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 not crazy long term um one of the benefits of their company is they actually, outside of uh, vacation travel, they also have, uh, they work with the government mm-hmm. at Pearl Harbor. 
people. Yeah. So people are going in and out of there. So it's been pretty regular. It's sometimes it's that, mm-hmm. sometimes vacation, but it's been fortunately very steady from, from that cool. aspect of things. So, so yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's been good. Um, I was also gonna, that was a question I was going to yeah. ask you. How much like has has your real estate situation changed significantly since you know taking more of the you know the the content yeah. you know, side of things? Yeah, I've stopped investing in real estate. Stopped investing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's just the uh, the the time commitment right now is I, I can't handle it. So uh, like I got a, a vacancy and a repair going on. The repair is something I. I've just I've left calls unanswered because I just I got it I got to focus on sure. planning so sure. it's like that falls to the side it's go, it's going to affect the renovation uh, and then the other the other one I got a property manager on but because I'm not like on site I'm really relying on this guy for everything and I'm just like whatever it is I don't care don't even don't even call to do it I trust you yeah um, so I want to get back into it this year but I want to do it uh, smarter with like a, like a, a bigger building that uh, could be completely managed where I could be the one just you know being the one to pick the deal, but have someone else take care of all the details. That's the only way it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that was my thought because I didn't want to <clears throat> be in the business of like, like, you know, you did the duplex thing and everything. Yeah. Like, um, not that it's a bad decision. It, it just depends on your lifestyle, yeah. what, what, where you are at that point. So I didn't, and I mean, I chose Honolulu too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody like, I, you know, so I, I had to do something that was hands off and stuff. So that was that thought. Um, from there, uh, a couple years ago, I tried the market. You know, just just haven't seen. You tried the market. What happened? Just jumping in. Just it, it was. I did all right. You know, I, it, it was it was um, when the you know Corona hit yeah. and everything, so the market was pretty low. So okay. I, I felt like it was an opportunistic time to right. jump in and stuff. And yeah. it was hard to not. Were you decent. investing prior to then or no? no? You just what holding just, cash? Yeah. <laughs> really? I just jumped in. Yeah, I just no I don't way. Know, I just, yeah. yeah. Why were you holding cash before then? How long? No, why? Oh, why? Yeah. Well, it's the same problem. It's just like, I mean, it's a it's problem, you know. But um, my cost of doing okay. operations is not high, and you know, you're making the money and stuff. So right. it just accumulates. And I had previously put that in like the real estate and stuff. Um, didn't want to go too heavy into that without exploring other options. So uh, since then, I've I've I work with financial advisors now, and they're managing the money and stuff. But for a little period of time, I had some fun. Got <laughs> it. it. Where are you invested now? Do you know which funds you're invested in? Uh, there, I mean, I trust the guys I'm working with, mm-hmm. and I, I see some of the things that they send over, and they're all over the place. Can I? Can I? Do you, could you have a statement or something? We did this before. Who was it that we saw a statement? The OnlyFans girl. Oh yeah, Stella. <laughs> Stella oh. showed us a statement, and we're like, "You're overpaying on this one." What? Who was it? I forget. Who there. Their fees were oh, fee wise. Okay. Yeah, they had a fee, and then they invested in a fund with a fee as well, or something like that. Yeah, I was forget the, on top I forget of a high name, fee. I, I forget the name for that. I remember hearing something about. Yes, yeah, it was Stella. Yeah, but it was through. I think it was through like a, a friend, or like it was a friend's aunt, or someone like that. Sure. But she was putting her in like these very, very, very safe, like overly safe funds, but charging. I think it was like a half percent fee a year no it was 100 percent allocation to one fund yeah. it wasn't like the the uh financial advisor diversified and picked stocks it was just like everything sure. into one fund yeah sure, Which sure. Like, at that point why would you need a financial advisor? yeah i was trying to say just like no-brainer decision yeah. stuff yeah, right. yeah it was all in one fund but the but but the they were charging five percent a year just for that one fund mm. um which but that fund could also be very easily replicated for free um 
instead of going with you know what whatever. Yeah, it was like so. somebody charged you. To, yeah, I mean the, the numbers the NASDAQ were NASDAQ. You may not be one hundred percent correct, but it's like it was basically a high fee yeah, for exactly. what you sure. getting. If you have a statement, I can take a look at it. I don't, not know. I, 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 I honestly, I didn't no bring a statement for it and stuff. I mean, I, I know I I made sure to put a decent amount in so yeah. that you know that the fee was yeah, lower yeah. and stuff just to get that perk. Um, it seems like they've been busy. You know, I see, I catch some of the things that they've invested in and stuff. Um, some of them like, why would you do that? You know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been interesting to just, just be part of the market. It's just a yeah. little bit and stuff. Um, do you have yeah. any questions for us? No, I just, uh, how you doing? I guess is the question. I'm good. Honestly, like the heat has worn off. My stomach hurts a little bit more. Yeah, it's, it's starting are, to get here a little bit for yeah, me too. But, but overall, man, I'm just so happy that you're here. This is it's yeah. been so. This is, look at this table, man. I feel proud when feasting, I look at that table. Feasting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy. Oh man. Well, thank you so much. I no, really yeah. appreciate this. This yeah. has been uh, well, actually, I believe this is now the longest episode we have ever done. Um, but not only that's the most delicious. We got amazing food. We'll link to your information down below in the description with the Poke Bowls, which were fantastic. And Houston, I can't believe you were able to come through in 40 minutes with one of everything from your yeah, restaurant. That was, so, that was a surprise. Also, <laughs> huge shout out to Houston's Hot Chicken. If you guys are in Las Vegas, check it out. Just, just look on the map, Houston's Hot Chicken. Go in and then say that uh, Graham sent you. And I'm sure they're going to be very confused. But be like, no, 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 it just insists Graham sent me. So, yeah. Houston's Hot Chicken, yeah. Stony Bowls. Check out Stony Bowls, launching soon. Delivery apps everywhere. And I like it a lot. Delicious I like this, the stuff. sesame oil was the best. And with, with whatever whatever that is, the shrimp aioli. The shrimp is, yeah, that's that's a sleeper. It, it wouldn't be the type of thing I'd normally order at like a poke or a rice bowl place, but that's... Get that. The shrimp is that, that was my favorite yeah. one. Yeah. Very so good stuff. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much for coming. I got one more question. Yeah, go for it. Why isn't this called the coffee table? You were out of the room when we were talking about it. We never have decided. Why isn't this called the coffee table? That's a genius name. Yeah, actually, because for those that don't see, there's coffee inside. It's so of this cool. Table. No, I, I love craft work like this. I love wood with the red. It's, it's, Dude, a, it's, it's you should beautiful. look on the, on the bottom of it. It's pretty. Crazy. I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but we're gonna keep the you. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, instead of saying the coffee. I had table. to ask because I was like, "What?" I like no, that's it. smart. Now it's called the coffee oh. table, courtesy of Matt. Yeah. So well, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll link to your information down below. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to also get your free stock down below. It's worth up to $1,000 when you use the code Graham and sign up for public. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Macy. <laughs> Until next time. Cool. Thanks, Matt. That was awesome. Yeah, no, man. thank you. Yeah, no, that was fun. <laughs>